7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hola, que tal? Hello, hello, hello. And, of course, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi. Which, by the way, Scranton is not an island. <laughs> it's not on a big ocean? A big, no. big, bigly, huge ocean? Um, no, it's not a big ocean. No. It's not, no. Uh, wow. So, I, I, I don't know. I've been told. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean. And it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. Oceous? What? Did he, say? he said Oceous at the end. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's an Oceous Ocean. God. Oh. Yeah. And, of course, uh, joining us uh, here, lo- let's give him a little bit of fanfare, make him feel uh, feel welcome after the big trip. Ladies and germs, it's the one and only Michelle and Miles Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida, usually heard on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Uh, they're back home snuggling some kitty cats. Yes, oh. we are. <laughs> they needed it because I needed it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm okay. The drive was challenging. <laughs> yeah. Florida to New York is a challenge of a drive. Yeah. Well, yes. you did it, and you're all the better uh, uh, persons for it. And, of course, you uh, you did have a pit stop on the way there, of course, at Rain and Bobber's in- place. Yeah. Indeed. We got to meet uh, Rain and Bobber in person. A delightful uh, event. And, and I, the doggies. And all of us got yes. to be a little bit of a fly on the wall for that meeting, so that was very fun. We, and we all were jealous about cake. I know. Did you, a quick question, Rain. Did you were you able to finish it off? That cake is not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, I think I think that Bob might bring in some of the cake to work tomorrow. It is an evil cake. Yes, it is. How big was it? It was a normal sized cake, but it was dense. It was dense, oh, like. Yeah. It like was, Trump. <laughs> no, it was it was way better than that it's because edible. I like to eat it. Yeah, I would okay. never eat that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was no. like having like a super rich like combination of fudge and brownie. Yeah. And who was the person that? Who was the only person that got two scoops of ice cream with it? <laughs> I think it was Bob. <laughs> no, we did have ice cream with it though, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, yes. great ice cream, custard. Had, the dairy oh, that's mother. right. That's yeah. right. So you got to love those local custard places. Oh, I love that stuff. Oh, yes. So we, it was good. It was very nice. Yeah. It we, was so great having you guys here. It really was. I, we really enjoyed it. I I hope you did. I hope. I mean, I I don't try to oversell the place. We ain't good housekeeping. Hey, you got puppies. I was happy. We are. <laughs> we are a hippie house. Yeah. yeah. Those, are, those are nice dogs. 
And um, yeah. uh, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look like good housekeeping here for at least a couple months because all of our new furniture arrived. Everyone, I found some awesome throws on Amazon too that are lovely. I will take it once. We're still trying to do the configuration because this furniture is a little bit bigger than I anticipated, but not too terrible. So I'm, I'm st- you know, we, we need to make some sacrifices uh, of existing furniture and relocate it, if you know what I mean. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, again, I'll, I'll have pictures for everybody. Um, and um, and uh, our old uh, sectional got to go live on a farm this last, last Saturday. Actually, it went to the... It, it went, Went to the common area at uh, Susan's uh, studio in the warehouse. So, because uh, it's still decent, but it's just not presentable yeah. for company, you know. Um, no, it's a good beater, beater couch for all the people there that she works with to relax on, you know. Um, so, awesome. uh, so how did uh, how did the rest of your guys' trip go? Uh, was it a straight well, shot from Virginia to New York after that? Yeah. We, we took off, uh, it was a four and a half hour trip to New York from, from Reigns. And, uh, you know, we took off with six hours till, you know, check in time at the hotel, thinking, ah, oh, that's plenty of time. That'll give us, that's an hour and a half of time. So we're driving. Well, that hour and a half of spare time turned into a half hour of late. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the tra- the oh, traffic, wow. the traffic was so oh, horrible. I and mean, there, there was, was a, a street festival. carnival. Yeah, yes. a street <laughs> carnival on the south oh. end of uh, New York. And so these roads were just jam-packed, bumper to bumper. Oh I had, Michelle God. was crying. She was <laughs> crying so bad because, I mean, I, I have some driving skills. And uh, let's just say that if I had followed the law, I would have been stuck in a light in perpetuity. <laughs> but nobody so, follows the law in New York. I hear you. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to do what they do in Rome. And I, I, a light turned green and I just stuck myself out in the intersection and to hell with it. When it started to clear up, I would go. But I'm looking at traffic and there's horns, horns honking. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> deal with it. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm I'll give getting it. my wife to the hotel. So. I'll allow he it. Actually, he actually had a cabbie. There was a cab behind us. The cabbie actually got out at one point of his car and just was walking around because things were just so. Oh packed. my God! Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, it was a parking lot. So do you, yeah. you what got did you guys think ho- of the hotel? Hotel was great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel's fine. So were you late to uh, the show or just late to the hotel? No. No, no, just late to the hotel. Yeah, I mean, you know, we gave ourselves plenty of time. We were thinking, no, hey, we'll go find a restaurant. We'll eat. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. That didn't we happen. Did, we didn't get to eat or anything. We actually went directly there. By the time we actually got there, it was 7.30. The show started at 8. Did you so. get to eat afterwards, though, or, or the following yeah, day? Uh, yeah, after the show, <laughs> I picked up a uh, Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> that, that got me home. That got me to the hotel. Yeah, I was I was, was thirsty was more than anything. I, I was all right. I, I can I can I, I survived off of. <laughs> but no, no. In the morning, they we had a very nice hotel breakfast. They had pancakes, waffles, tatas. and all sorts of. the waffles there, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, yep. oh, it was yeah. delicious. Oh yeah, I hit that stuff. Sure. I'm glad I'm glad that you guys like the hotel. I I you know, I make the recommendations, and I always worry when people take me up on the recommendations. No, it was great. Like, God, I hope it's good. 
Our um our AC unit was kind of buggy, but Miles knows how to fix those sort of things. So See? we jury rigged the AC while we were there. So there that was good. Go. <laughs> and if you don't know how to fix something like that, just go do a Google search. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the uh, show itself was spectacular. So, uh, so in in the lineup for this one was Stephanie, John, and who else was on this one? Frangela. Frangela. Oh, it but was Frangela. It was also, yeah, <clears throat> and it was also opened by Dean Obadala oh. and the Rude Pundit. Oh, very nice. Yeah, they're New Yorkers. Yeah. Yep. So, and the Rude Pundit said, "Do not." Google scrotal infusion. Correct. Don't do a so Google search. Do <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Do yeah, not don't do, do it. it. Do he it. does it for us, so we don't have to. Yeah. Actually, I think I think actually that was the one that interested in him. He said not to Google several other things, which are like yeast infection, porn, and some really other horrible uh, things. No, sir, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Hemorrhoid porn. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) leave it to the rude pundit so uh he was he was rude oh yeah that's the that's the beauty of it it says it in his name too so the special guest was supposed to be lewis black oh but there was there was a slight problem um he was on the train from new jersey and he ended up getting really delayed so John Fuglesang decided he was going to call Lewis on his iPhone and then put the iPhone up to the mic. So we got to hear a tirade about Lewis Black being stuck in train traffic. Okay, and New Jersey he was transit. Not happy. <laughs> not on my watch, baby. Yeah. So. yeah. He was an unhappy camper. So instead we got Alan Zweibel. Okay. Emmy award-winning uh, uh, writer for Saturday Night Live. Very cool. And he, and he was funny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he, he was good. Nailed it. Yep. So that was very good. Well, uh, and uh, I don't want to get to the big thing yet. I, I want to figure out how your guys' okay. trip ended up. Um. So so uh, you you checked out Sunday morning or? Yeah, Sunday morning. And uh, then yeah yeah. yeah. We, and what Straight shot uh, out of New York. Yeah, getting out problem. of New York is amazingly easy on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Go figure. And so, and you made a halfway. You made a halfway stop because you were driving yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, uh, we went back to. Uh, it was this this in Florence, South Carolina. It's just this little uh, red roof inn. We just picked a nice. little room in there. Same place we hit on the way up. So the Sunday drive was a little long, but yeah. I made it there. Uh, you know, and then uh, the drive home Monday. To complete the, and then we got home around six ish, seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was you cool. Know, you you was, uh, you guys were checking out on Facebook Messenger. That was fun. So. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm sure you got to hear yes. lots of stories about uh, Trump and the NFL on the way back. But I don't want to jump the gun on that. Yeah, um, no, no. But we did listen to John Fugel saying on the drive home. We got on his uh, in, in, um, Monday morning. Insight. Yep. Yes, and there was an interesting, interesting little uh, mention on the show. And I want to say, first of all, Fugel saying, "I got some corrections for you, my friend." <laughs> <laughs> we knew you would. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him a message and say, uh, and say, this is how it went down. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to this fictionalized account of his exasperation at my audacity of. Calling him, 
<laughs> None of this happened. I'm going to read everybody the messages. Uh, I'm going to find them. But listen to this. It, it, it's funny. I'm not mad at him, obviously. Yeah. But this is a highly yeah. fictionalized account of what happened. So uh, here, here's uh, John talking about what Miles and Michelle presented to him at the uh, Sexy Liberal show uh, last Saturday. We have uh, uh, these folks who made this little action figure for me last year, uh, earlier this year, and they came to the show and they made a diorama of my uh, Force-sensitive Jedi robot. Mm. And, and a few months ago, Kenny Pick from Steph Miller Land called me and said, listen, weird question. If you were a Jedi, what colored lightsaber would you have? And I was like, "Do you know how busy I am? I don't have time. For, I can't. No, no that's, I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why. Well, what kind of lights? No. What color lightsaber? I'm like, you know, I want to have sex again once in my life, right? Why would I answer? No, just no. so I'm like orange because no one has an orange lightsaber. Uh, you know what, John? I'm sorry. I'm not buying that you weren't really excited to talk about this. Shit. I didn't. I didn't know. My, I don't. I don't even see my kid anymore. No. So I was just like, I was just like, give me an orange one because I've never had an orange. Uh, I've never seen an orange lightsaber or brown lightsaber i guess mm -hmm. uh and and then sure enough these folks they're friends with them and they made mm -hmm. this little diorama of stormtroopers and a robot holding an orange lightsaber and um and it was just delightful people just mm -hmm. go to a lot of time to make things for uh us and we're not worthy okay well i'll say amen thanks for the shout out you should have remembered miles amen. and michelle's names amen. that would have yes. been polite that would have been polite but I'm going to read you the exact interaction that I sent. This is dated August 5th, 7.34 p.m. Actually, there's, there's, this is documented on Mike Check Radio because I sent him this message yes. during Mike Check Radio. And I think I got the answer back before the show was over. Correct. Right. So from Saturday, August 5th, uh, 2017, this is what I typed. I did not call him. I did not. I would never <laughs> presume to fucking call Fugel saying, say, hey, dude. Um, this is what I said. I said, hey, John, hope all is well. This is a serious question from a friend. If you were a Jedi, what color would your lightsaber be? Take care. Response. Orange. Thanks, John. Passing on the info. End of conversation. <laughs> and scene. That's it. That's it. I can... I could really hear the stress in John when he typed that orange, though. I mean, it, it translates through, doesn't there it? There wasn't even That's a period. There wasn't even a period. It was lowercase. Orange. <laughs> Do you know how busy I am? Do you know how busy maybe, I am, Kenny Pick? Maybe, I don't even maybe see my kid. there kids. was a serious eye roll when he typed it. Like, oh, really? You need to hear? Okay, orange. <laughs> So, uh, calling, calling it out, Fugel saying, Bullshit. that is not how it went down. Not how it went down at all. <laughs> no, but it was all good. Yes. Oh, no, no. He didn't respond until 1020 that night. So, no. that. Uh, 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 so, yeah. So, 1020 Eastern. So, it was after the show. I think we were probably playing Talisman or something. So. Or we were um, talking, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. I'm really glad it, he he really seems to have enjoyed the diorama. So that's very cool. I love mine. I love my uh, Ken, uh, Zeno Ken diorama. Very nice. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, I got to see the diorama. Oh, it nice! It was amazing. Well, how big was it? Like, de uh, uh, like it was like the diorama was six inches wide, maybe a foot long. It, it's th that it's, stuff was tiny. It's like it's like um, four inches by four inches deep by seven, almost eight inches wide, and about four inches tall. 
Well, when you yeah, talk, you, it's an ad, there's an ad at foot in it. And, yeah, well, oh, I'm that's talking right. about like the, the, the plastic case over it. Mm -hmm. I had to put my reading glasses on to see it. Yes, yes. It's it was, basically four by four by eight. It was very, very impressive. So there we go. Can you believe I was I was slandered, Joe? <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> and you're from Stephanie Land? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Stephanie yeah. Land. Uh, well, Where I, is that? Is that I, an my, island? It, no, is, it near, is it near Nimbia? It's, yeah, Stefland. Stefland. Nambia? So, um, yeah, it's in a big ocean. It's an island. It's a, a huge ocean. Um, but, uh, you know, here, here's here's the dealio. Um, John, <laughs> you've been on Turn Up Tonight. I, I can understand you not, uh, you, you not necessarily remembering the name of my show. You could have just said Kenny Pick. I haven't listened to Stephanie Miller's show in over two years. And it's no disrespect to Stephanie. It's just, uh, you know, I, I just, I honestly don't listen to other people's shows because I want us to have our own flair, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's, uh, yeah. But there is a card on the bottom of that diorama, which we pointed out to him that says Indie Media Weekly. Um, uh. that I made at myself. It was a handmade little like business type card that just had miles of mine, contact information on Twitter and Facebook. And I actually sent him a message later um, to uh, let let him know what our email address was because I realized I didn't put that on there. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he doesn't beat himself up too much about forgetting all this information. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Not the diorama, John! So, but the diorama actually lights up. There is a light in it that's yes. focused so that if you put the, the the little Jedi robot figure in the right place, it hits the the lightsaber. So it makes the lightsaber look like it's kind of glowing. Yes, I, I like to think of it as when in the uh, Force Awakens movie when John Boyega lights up the lightsaber, you see that blue glow across his body. Same thing, just with orange. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send him a message right now, everybody, just so you know, so this isn't fictionalized oh, later. No. Uh, th oh, no. Thanks for the thanks for the shout-out yesterday. Glad to hear you enjoyed oh. Miles and Michelle's <laughs> diorama. Um, <laughs> Which is much better than their diaphragm. Uh, diorama. Did I spell it right? It'll, oh, no, I didn't. I got the little squiggly red line. Let's see. Okay, there we go. Diorama spelled correctly. Yeah. It's it's done. It's done. Diorama. You see, Diorama makes me think it's like, you know, that would be like a, a heavy metal festival where it was like, it's all Dio all day long. <laughs> yeah. Think that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Come on. That I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, right? All right. Well, uh, it sounds like you had an awesome time. Um, I, 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 I'm envious, but uh, but happy for you at the same time. Um, and cool. it, yeah, it was so cool meeting Dino Badala, and you know oh, I, I just love Francis and uh, you know and and Angela, and uh, of course we did say hi to them for you, Rain, and we did talk about um we did talk to what, what was it, Francis? Yeah, Irma. No, Francis. Um, Francis, the Chinese yeah. one. Oh, 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 Frangela yeah. Francis. Okay. Francis yeah, Collier. <laughs> yeah, and well, thank uh, you. I, I love, I love the fact that uh, France, uh, Francis, at one point, uh, 
she liked something about on, on Facebook. I made a comment on something of hers, and she just said she couldn't quit laughing because I referred to Trump as Fat Daddy Donnie. She's like, how can I read the rest <laughs> of your message when you say, you're saying Fat Daddy Donnie? I can't quit laughing. And I'm like, that is one of the highest compliments ever right there. So from a, a comedic duo, uh, one half of a, a, an amazing comedic duo. Um, yeah. So... Um, Anywho, all right, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bring it down, everybody. We're having too much fun right now because there's, oh, no. ser- there's something very serious going on. And uh, uh, Rain was uh, good enough to send uh, a lot. Of, well, Rain and Joe, you, you guys did a great job. You found most of the audio for t- the show today. I just, um, um, oh, are you serious? You got to be shitting me. <laughs> the audio didn't save. No, no, no. The, this one, for some reason, oh. let me uh no i Uh-oh. i screwed it up i screwed up the audio let me let me see if i can uh nope okay i totally fouled up the audio with uh carmen uh, yulin cruz uh from uh the mayor of san juan puerto rico um uh, obviously puerto rico is uh suffering greatly right now because of the, their lack of resources um i, I can kind of paraphrase it's on some the verge of the of humanitarian crisis it, it, right it, now. yeah and she said as much it's and she horrible. she she said that you know two people died in a hospital because they ran out of diesel um you know she called yeah she called out the bureaucracy that's uh that, that's going on that's slowing things down and not only that but trump made a dickhead move oh i know you're like no not my fat daddy donnie um uh, yeah, he made a dick move on Twitter and started crying about uh, Puerto Rico's debt. Oh my God! And wow. yeah, and, and, I and, came, uh, and how Wall Street was going to suffer or something really stupid like that. It's like, yeah, what the hell, you jackass! Poor uh, well, there's there's a whole bunch of things with that. When he with his his Twitter tirade yesterday, basically blaming Puerto Rico for its bad infrastructure and for all this other crap. This really irritated me because last year, Puerto Rico did vote for independence. And last year, Port, it's still going on. Puerto Rico is in deep debt. Yeah. And because they voted for independence, but the but Congress, the Republican-led Congress, um, decided not to help them out. Yeah. And so what's going to happen at this point is that Puerto Rico is probably going to have to go to either the IMF or the World Bank. And at mm-hmm. that point, it opens up the entire country to hedge funds it's already that bad though they've been having to cut schools and stuff like that to pay back this debt and and all these vulture capitalists that are holding this debt they piss right. me off to no end right and so i you know i don't know if kenny's going to be able to get that that audio but but at one point in the audio the the the, the mayor of san juan said and once again she didn't mention Trump by name, but she said, this is not the time to talk about debt. This is, mm-hmm. you know, forget the debt. We're facing a humanitarian crisis. And so when, you know, I, I did yesterday, I walked away for a little while. You know, it was nice. Walked away from it. And I came back to, to see him talking about how Wall Street is going to suffer because of Puerto Rico's debt. And, and I found that to be Every day I get to another point where it's like, can he, can he go any lower? Because this is not about debt. I know that you don't. When, when somebody's in the middle of dying, you don't sit there and say, "But they're debt." Uh, yeah. yeah, I went ahead. Sorry, I went ahead. Uh, actually, Rain and went to uh, Twitter 
I just pulled up my history, and uh, it might be a little quieter than I would normally be able to play on the show, but uh, let's listen to uh, the first half of uh, <clears throat> San Juan Mayor Carmen Yulin Cruz, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but uh, I don't. I only know Spanglish. Um, <clears throat> so uh, here we go. I'm supposed to cry, and especially not unto you. But we are having a humanitarian crisis. And we're doing all we can. And the worst fear is that we cannot get to everyone in time. Two people died yesterday because there was no diesel in the place that they were at. Where did this happen? In San Juan. But where was it? Hospital. They died in the hospital because there wasn't diesel? There's no diesel, there's no life support system. We need to get her together here. And help needs to get into people's hands. Now. Not tomorrow, not later. Now. And, and, and the FEMA employees want to do it. They do. They, they say, look, we want to do this, we could do this, but the chain of command is just sucking everything up. It's gotta be. They're, good, they're good men and women. So I don't want to be disrespectful towards them. They're good men and women. They want to be out there. Those HHS doctors were just dying to go out there in the streets and save lives. But they're waiting for their marching orders. Now, you're in an emergency. You, okay, you assess. But you got to do. If you don't do, then hundreds of lives will be lost. Hundreds of lives will be lost. And I don't know how else to scream and shout and, and you know, say it. it, it this is the time for action. Let's not talk about the debt. The freaking debt. Let's talk about the deaths that will not happen if things do not get into people's hands now. And I'm talking at the capital city. Just imagine were people out there that have nothing, that have been cut off, that have no communication with anybody. Just think what they're feeling right now. All right, there it was. That was the audio I accidentally did not save properly. So, um, no, I'm glad you got it in the shit. end, Ken. Yes. You know, when, when she said, when she said the chain of command, when she said FEMA is doing everything they can, but the chain of command, that raise the, the hair on the back of my neck because chain mm -hmm. of command that means that's directly from the head of fema brock long yeah uh joe you've been quiet for a little bit why don't you uh give us your thoughts after hearing that audio well i mean it's obviously sad to hear you know a politician uh have to you know almost beg for help in such an obvious uh situation but I was a particularly, uh, there was a between the lines kind of thing there because I heard the head of FEMA today saying how they're doing a wonderful job and how they're going full steam ahead. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. The pictures and the, 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 which, the way she talked and the, the pictures I see don't match up with him going full steam ahead. And I recall that there was a hospital ship still moored uh, in Norfolk or somewhere up there. Yeah. And not, not exactly. sent, to, not sent to, to Puerto Rico yet. And it should have been there as soon as the storm left. 
I mean, there yes. was a mil- military base that had to relocate. Relocate. I mean, there's all kind. Ki- I mean, they're in such chaos. But now, meanwhile, this is what Trump is saying on camera. This is how flippant this asshole is. Again, you know, like you said, Pat Joe patting himself on the back. Oh, we're doing a great job. We did. We got an A plus for this one and that one. And oh my god, I'm so great. And and I mean, this is just how fucking deranged Trump is. Puerto Rico needs a lot of money. I'm going to Puerto Rico on Tuesday. Scheduled trip. It's the earliest I can uh, go because of the uh, first responders, and we don't want to uh, disrupt the relief efforts. Who cares about uh, you? Know, you? We're, we're going through a lot. Uh, the mayor mm. of San Juan was very generous and very nice this morning. Was thanking us for the great job we've done with FEMA. That uh, we really um. have. we've worked very very hard in Puerto Rico. It's very tough because it's an island. In Texas, we can ship the trucks right out there, and you know we can do. We've we've gotten A pluses on Texas and on Florida, and uh, we will also on Puerto Rico. But the difference is, this is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean, and it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean, and uh, and we have fucking cartography, and we fucking know how far it is away, and we have compasses and fucking Google Maps. You fucking dick shit. A dick shit. I don't know where that came where that came from. I like that one. But, um, <laughs> I like it though. Ow, that came out of my penis. So um sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm being too flippant right now. But no, seriously. Uh who cares about when you're going? What are you doing Nobody. to solve the problem? And who cares what compliments they gave you on the wonderful job you're doing or not doing? And and suspend the Jones Act so more ships from other countries can go there to help people out. Come on. Well, I don't it. know. It's an awful big oh, ocean. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean. And it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. We don't know how to get there. Somebody's got to tell us. We Can you draw us? This, can this you write guy, down directions? What the fuck? This guy, today, and this, and this was before he went out for his presser. And then after he went out for his presser, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this after the break, so I, I want to say this really quickly. When he said this then, and then he went out with the, with the Prime Minister of Spain, and he said whatever he said, the USS Comfort was sitting in Norfolk yeah. the whole time. And, and it was two hours after that last presser that finally we learned that they were sending, they were sending it on its way. So I don't even think Trump knew that we had a hospital ship, the same hospital ship that went to to Port-au-Prince, Haiti, after its earthquake to save people there. We needed to have that ship out there two days ago. I am livid about this. I, I, and I, I understandably so. Other ships. We got other ships to send down there. This is just stupid. It's incompetent. It's and yeah. It's, oh, exactly. People are gonna it, die. It's it only like twelve hundred miles away. That's it. 1,200 miles. Just get the fucking boats going and get in whatever kind of air relief you can. It's a two-hour flight. I know that some of the the airstrips and and airports there are kind of fucked up. Go to one of the neighboring islands. You know, do what you can. Hey, maybe stop treating Cuba like such dicks and maybe they can help out. What, isn't that a novel I mean, fucking the idea? Mavericks managed, the, the owner of the Mavericks managed to get his own private plane in there with supplies. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Trump has yeah. a private he's, plane. He's Did team. he fucking try? No, they used the team plane to go down. Yes. Oh, there yeah. you go. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, it wasn't. That's, it wasn't, that's even okay. better, really. Yeah, it was the team. It's it was still, the team plane. And the that's whole team. That's even better because it's a big one. 
So because one of the members of the team lives in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, Trojan Rabbit. It's not incompetent. It's pure evil. And we are it we're really running is. long, but I'll let everybody get a final thought, and okay. we can pick up the pick it up. Uh, 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 M- Miles, you were going to say something? Yeah, spot on by Trojan Rabbit. This isn't this isn't just incompetence. This is absolute criminal negligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is criminal. The, what what this is what is going? Well, I mean, the, the, this administration is setting the precedent for criminality in, out of the Oval Office. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it's fucking disgusting. Uh, uh, um, Michelle, any quick thoughts? All I say, you know, suspend or re- or repeal the Jones Act that'll allow other countries to come in with their ships and help these there people you go. out. There you go, uh, Joe. You want a final thought before we hit the break? Yeah, nobody gives out A pluses except Trump University. So shut the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> there you go. And Rain, we'll give you the last word before we hit the break. And by the way, we have a very special song for macaroni picked out for Trump. Well, I just want to say that this is not Trump's Katrina. This is Trump's Maria. Bingo. Love it. All right, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. When we come back, uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more. And, of course, we have to talk about uh, something that I think is, is, is extremely important. And I'll tell you what, too. Trump, from his little speech in, uh, where was that, Alabama the other day? Yes, I Alabama. almost put my fist through my computer monitor when I watched that fucking video. I literally reared back my fist and nearly broke a computer monitor. I came within like three inches of literally punching the screen. I've, I have not been that fucking mad in a long time. So um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Special song from Macaroni coming up for Trump. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Hey Trump, fuck you. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right 
like they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you, do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse, it's showtime. It is showtime. Welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Electric City can also be heard on the Tim Carmel Show and is the owner-operator of Joe's Clown Car Garage and author of the poorly written political blog. Welcome back, sir. And I am a rock, and I am an island. Yes. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean, and it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. Ocean. It's a big <laughs> ocean. It's, ocious, it's an ocean ocean. God damn it. Uh, and, and of wet. course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Swamp, the Bubble, what have you. And of course, former uh, kindly hostess to uh, Miles and Michelle. And hopefully future hostess to whoever wants to come visit us. Uh, we're going to do it. I swear to God we're coming next year if it, if it kills me. It wasn't a guilt trip. No, uh, no, I want to. That no, it's it's not a guilt. It's it it's not a guilt trip at all to me. I want to. I truly want to meet both of you in person and drink some of Bob's beer. Uh, so oh, <laughs> it's good beer. Oh, and of course Michelle, Michelle Legon in Port St. Lucie, Florida, who has tasted this beer firsthand. Oh yes. And the hazelnut is amazing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, hazelnut porter, baby. How can you go wrong with hazelnut and beer? My God. Uh, it stay long enough for me to pour them a hazelnut porter with a scoop of the vanilla custard. I'm just telling you. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Uh, and last but definitely not least, uh, uh, from, of course, uh, Michelle and Miles, both can be heard uh, mostly, well, not pro- not this coming weekend, on uh, Mike Check Radio, Radio with Adam Hebert. Um, yes. Uh, you guys are going to another show. Yes, we're just, uh, a sh- yeah, this is a busy time of year for us. We're Yeah, we're going to be state. doing more networking with Frank Conniff and Trace Billu. That's very mm-hmm. exciting. The Mads, as it were, right? Yes. Correct. Very good. So, MST3K fans, take note. Um, so, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, get back into things. Is there anything else we we want to say? I, I, Rain, I, I didn't get anything about the the press conference, Ray, Rain, that you mentioned because uh, the the NFL stuff was just like there was so much good stuff and bad yeah. stuff about that. You know, he he didn't add to the co- yeah this. Whatever. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a dotard. But uh, dotard. Uh, uh, Miles, what were you going to say? Um, if I could have it re-said, is, is the sense about Cuba's independence or statehood or a pl- application for statehood? What What's the... Puerto Rico. What, I'm sorry. What did I say? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. You said Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. I'm not 100. percent I'm not 100 mentally right still. I'm <laughs> all right. So yeah, Puerto Rico you're still, it, it you're was st- there. You left part of your brain in that traffic jam, didn't you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was grueling. It was a so doozy. was was there something going on with Puerto Rico in that regard, or are they did they confirm they want to remain non-state status? Uh, no, Puerto Rico voted that they wanted to become a state. Yeah, that's been a thing for a while. Yeah, they do want to become a state. The problem is, is that we just don't have a Congress that's willing to say, "Yeah, let's." Republicans let's are just Puerto like, Rico "Where are we going to fit the star? Where are we going to put the star?" 
good. But you know what? There's already a flag designed for it. I am yeah. sure there is, and Republicans suck. Um, like, so like I saw th- I saw that flag. It has a star in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, see, but, there you go. Uh, we gotta I, get. I, I would say that if Puerto Rico had statehood, that means they would get Congress people. That means they would get senators. And you can bet they'd be screaming mm-hmm. their heads off. They'll get representation, the and they'll get funding. Yes, exactly. You know, there, there's one thing that Trump said today, and I had to retweet. I had to respond to it on the Twitter machine. He was talking about Puerto Rico, and he said um, it was something along the lines: "It happened. It happened on on an island." And all I could think of was, "You stupid, dumb, uninformed, fat." Cheese head brain man. Greasy piece of shit. He, Puerto Rico is an island. It didn't happen on an island. It's. God damn it. I know. I, mean, I know. Said that it, damn it. This didn't. He said this happened on an island. And all I could think of is no, it happened to an entire island along with the American Virgin Islands sure. and the British Virgin Islands. Where was he? Doesn't he get it. Where did where where was Mr. Uh, I love the military? Where were his kind words today about the military base that basically was decimated and needs to be relocated? He's, I forget the nothing. name of it. But um, I, I think that Hillary Clinton was right when she said, I think it was yesterday, that she doesn't even think that he is aware that Puerto Rico is a part of the United States. Oh, oh no, I, I don't believe oh, he, he understands I that don't at all. I knew that. I knew that was part of the United States. I thought they were talking about Gilligan's Island. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he wanted to send the captain and uh, and Gilligan down. Uh, Trump would fail a test for citizenship. Yeah. So, uh, but there's there's a, a damaged ports, airfields, uh, mm-hmm. damaged ports and airfields limiting Puerto Rico aid effort. From that, you know, and. This one, this story from the Miami Herald, after Maria clobbered Puerto Rico, U.S. military relocates base for foreign relief efforts. Three Mm -hmm. days ago. Three days ago. Where was his mention of that? Where was... He he doesn't care. He doesn't consider this part of the United States in his perverted little criminal mind. So... Mm -mm. mm. Well, it's the same way he doesn't consider D.C. part of the United States. No. Or Guam, or... Well... Let's uh, w- let's go ahead and move along because we're going to obviously have more to talk about on Friday about this. Um, but uh, I-, I need to get to this audio because I- I'm referring to this as Trump's NFL hate speech in Alabama. And I have two clips here from this. And this is the stuff I'm going to tell everybody right now. Just sit on your hands during this clip. Sit on your hands if you feel the urge. If you feel the urge to punch your computer screen, or your speakers, or take out your earbuds and stomp them into plastic pulp, don't do it. It's not worth it. You'll regret it. There's that won't solve I've any problems. So, um, this made me so fucking mad. And there's there's another clip later that that's on par with it from uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders. Um. And, uh, yeah, so, so listen to this from a friendly crowd down in uh, Alabama stumping for Roy 
bigot of the highest caliber more pulled out a fucking tiny little gun on stage. They said that I was anti-Second Amendment. Well, looky here, oh, yo, I got a little pea shooter. I, I mean, seriously. Uh, but yeah, so this is, this is what uh, Trump said about people like uh, Colin Kaepernick. What team is he on, Rain? He was on the San Francisco. He was on the Niners. Niners? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Niners. Any- he's, he's unemployed right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. This is Thank you, the, Joe. Joe is my other. He's I, I, my fellow sports. Well, that's guy. it. I think I, all four of you guys are are going to be my helpers tonight because I think you're all football fans. Oh, I'm not so. a football fan, yeah. but I oh, I just know that nobody in the NFL will hire that oh, poor guy, and he gotcha. certainly is talented enough to be working. Okay, so we got three football fans, and then Bobber's in the other room. He could probably shout something out if need be. Um, so uh, we're not going to be talking stats or anything tonight because then my brain will explode. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, Trump, in his little hate speech against uh, players like Colin Kaepernick or anybody else who takes a knee, or form, they used to. Uh, a lot of players will just stay in the locker room now, or t- you know, take a knee or sit down during the um, the national anthem as a sign of protest because of police brutality against the African-American community. It's not just, oh, they're they're just in support of Black Lives Matter. No, they're in support of the African-American community. And this is the greatest um, stance they can take. And then a kid who's watching, why is he kneeling down? Why is he not? Why aren't they? Why isn't the team out there for the national anthem? And it's going to force parents to talk about it. And as much as white politicians like Trump or or uh, conservatives out there, uh, you know, like uh, Robert Jeffress, who's an advisor to Trump, or even Brian Kilmeade to a certain extent, or Pence, or or uh, 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 fucking Elf Boy um, Sessions, <laughs> Elf Boy, you know, uh, is Mitchell they can, they can try and fucking white splain all day long. On how they think African Americans should protest, uh, you know, police brutality in their community. They can complain and bitch and moan all they want about how this. Sh- and I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even use the B word because I'm really pissed off that Trump uh, said this because it was an, a misogynistic it's- insult to the players' mothers. Um, okay. And, Kenny, uh, I, I I want to tell you something. You yeah. using the word bitch like that is fine. Yeah, I mean, just you didn't you, use it in a way to to denigrate women. So, but still, I, okay. I shouldn't I shouldn't yep. use it at all. I shouldn't use it at all because I don't like it. It comes out of my mouth, and I just feel wrong for saying it. Is so, but you know, they can they can moan and groan all they want and say, "Well, that's not how I would do it." Oh, how do you fucking know? Have you have you ever been African American? I don't think you have. Do you understand this community and truly care about it? Do you have a record of trying to care and understand uh, what the African American community has been exposed to? The the just hate filled racism that is your campaign is your administration. You fucking stood up there and you you made excuses for white nationalists, and now you're gonna dare fucking explain to an African American football player what how they should go about protesting. Oh shit! You got some fucking, yeah. you got some fucking nerve, pal. I was gonna say balls, but no nerve. Um, you know, 
we don't get to fucking white explain to anybody how they react to a situation that affects their community. So, phew, I'm gonna I'm gonna breathe. Yeah. I'm gonna breathe. I'm giving you. I don't know if you all can Thank hear you. this, but I'm clapping for you, my brother. I appreciate Kenny. it. Oh, I, I appreciate I, it. I hear it. Great. So, you deserve an amen. You deserve. So you deserve I'm not gonna. Amen. I'm not gonna take it because we're running a little bit long. I want to and I want to get to oh. this uh, this punch worthy audio right here. I'll I'll play that. I'll play that. Yeah, this audio. Oh, makes me what you want to. I swear to God. Um, so here, <laughs> here is clip one from this hate speech in Alabama about the NFL. Everyone in this arena tonight are unified by the same great American values. We're proud of our country. We respect our flag. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! Then he does a little spin around. He does a little spin to the crowd. KKK, 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 KKK. You know, some owner's going to do that. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country because that's a total disrespect of our heritage. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for. Okay? Everything that we stand for. Oh, my God. Our heritage? Yeah. What is that? Does that ring any bells? It's not about hate. It's about heritage. And, it's about and white heritage. This is the this is the one thing that kills me about all this is that Trump thinks that this act is somehow desecrating the flag. And the thing is, Colin Kaepernick and other people they went to people who served and they said, it, you know, mm. they in the military they said it would be better if you bent the knee because that would honor, you know, fallen soldiers. As well seal. as well as accentuate, you know, your your um your cause. I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. That bro. was a Navy SEAL who talked to him, who told him that. Correct. Yeah. A Navy SEAL said you should bend down at the knee. It it's much more respectful. Yeah. And copper oh, been a sign of respect. Yeah, but he see here's the thing. He the first time he did this, he just sat on the bench. And it was a Navy yeah. SEAL who said, if you if you want to just get on your knee, and you'll get much more respect. Yeah. And he did. And it but shows... this wasn't about be- the flag. No, it wasn't about the flag. Never- it's never been about the this flag. Is- and, and, and the thing is, what uh, two things about this. Uh, can you not fucking fathom why uh, any group of people who have been oppressed and systematically murdered in this country might not feel mm-hmm. the same reverence for the flag that you do, you white nationalist fucking pig? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I hold the flag in a certain amount of reverence. I follow the flag code. Trump doesn't. He sells merchandise, as uh, Stephen Colbert pointed out. T-shirts yeah, sells T-shirts with flags on them. That's a violation of the flag code, and com- so much more disrespectful than what any NFL player is doing. Kenny, the entire NFL, and I love football, but the entire NFL, every time before they start a game, when they hold that flag horizontally. That's against the flag code. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've actually seen the flag cut out in the shape of America at NFL games. Yep. Oh, my God. That's against the flag code. Well, and Ted Nugent gets on stage wearing a motherfucking flag. Sure. Kid creep aware as a diaper. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there. Trump hugged a flag. Talking about. Yes, no. he hugged a flag. Uh, well, I posted and, about and, that and in my blog how yesterday. About, how about this part, Joe? How about this part, Joe? Um, Trump was standing in front of an American flag when he referred to thousands on, of NFL players as SOBs, a, a, insulting them and their mothers. Yeah. Yes. You know, this goes back many years to the 60s. Um. Nixon did the same thing, conflating himself with patriotism, loyalty mm-hmm. to Richard Nixon to patriotism. And that's exactly what this man's doing. Oh, He's that's... trying to make an issue with respect for the military, respect for, and I don't want to say the flag, but for what the flag represents, which is an idea, one of the best ideas humankind ever had, which was a democracy based on our constitution. Mm-hmm. That's what we fight for. That's what we sing. Well, I wouldn't say we sing about a national anthem because I'm not a fan of the anthem. But that's what we respect our flag for, for what it what it represents, which is that constitution. A constitution that says that I have the right to burn that flag. Yes. Johnson versus Texas. Yes. And a radical left-wing Supreme Court justice agreed with me. His name was Antonin Scalia. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so I, I don't know who he, he thinks he's fooling, but this is nothing more than the old Nixon trick of using patriotism to rally to his own little cause oh yeah we got some we got some audio tonight too boy oh boy um uh uh, go ahead ran but i want to try and get this last clip from the hate speech in alabama i'm sorry everybody somebody said they had to yell at alexa (laughs) to stop playing um (laughs) meow goodness uh but go ahead ahead. yeah i put this in my blog yesterday and and you know somebody said that um and it was a comment on the washington on the washington post article about this said, I'm going to add what really bothers me about this is that Trump is effectively daring people to do something that they wouldn't ordinarily do. And some will do it. He's using the national anthem as a proxy for Donald Trump. And today he's starting a blacklist of famous people who are against him. Mm-hmm. He's essentially turning citizens who don't agree with him politically into traitors. And that's how fascism starts. So yeah. I think this is worse than what Nixon did. Oh, Oh, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. But oh, and by the way, Joe, I might have a little Nixon mm-hmm. surprise for you on Saturday. I've been listening to the CBS radio theater, and I listened to an episode from like '73 the other day. 
and it had a it had a news update about Nixon being subpoenaed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll have to play that for you. Um, I think it was seventy three. Does that sound right? Um, it could be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that right. would be around the time that it was heating up. Yeah. All right, so we're going to listen to this last one. Um, now, sh- screw it. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold the next one until the break. We'll we'll, we'll go on time, um, uh, and uh, it will run a little bit long. But uh, 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 Miles, uh, did you want to get a, a a quick word in on this? We are going to resume the topic when we come back, though. No, no, proceed. All right, Michelle. Um, I don't have much. All I can say is that, as I I, I said earlier, um, the national anthem to me is a warmongering piece of music. Not to mention the questionable content of the lyrics. Yeah, I don't care. You know, you have the right to protest during it. It's not like it's written in law. In in, you know. Yeah, there's nothing illegal. There's nothing illegal. Just like the flag code, the flag code is a guideline. And when they when they when they change the pledge of allegiance in schools, you know, in the Mm -hmm. 50s. Oh sure, put God in there thanks to McCarthyism. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's so. it, it, all indoctrination. It's all a, a way to support the war machine, and we don't need to do that. And you know, I I don't mind them protesting it. It, it has no effect on my life, but I like the idea behind their protests. I yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm I'm all for it. And again, um, all of us as Caucasians, we have no right to tell any group how they should protest, unless know. it's our yeah. own. Unless it's our own, and they're putting on clan hoods. Then we got all the fucking right in the world. Fucking Nazis. Or your relatives and tell them just that they're ignorant bastards. Yes, (laughs) exactly. All right, uh, we're going to hit the break right now. When we come back, we're going to pick up on this topic. We got a lot more audio to cover on tonight's program. We might possibly skip reverse call-in tonight, and unless there was somebody that I promised. It's either I skip reverse call-in or Mad Libs. I think you guys are going to want to skip reverse call-in. So, uh, (laughs) anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night, the Tuesday edition, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Hey Trump, fuck you. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easy idea. 
Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And our good friend Joey Word, cool black dude from uh, Southern Progressive Revival, posted an image showing the White House with a bunch of jackbooted thugs marching across. And it says, our leaders are no longer American. Time to wake up. And uh, to that, I'm going to give you a big, beautiful amen right there. Amen. So, uh, God damn it. I'm calling Trump. He's a fake president. He's a fake president. We don't have a real president. So if, if, if you say he's not my president, he's not because he's a fake president. Nothing he does is like what any president before him has done or any even hopeful presidential candidate. Nothing. He's a fake fucking president. So, he's the president anyway. of the of the Confederacy. He's Fapotus. <laughs> Fapotus. Um, so uh, anyway, or Blotus no, is good. No, he's the second president president of the Confederacy. I agree. I, you know, that, that's that. a great way to that's a great way to put or it. The, the president of the Grifters, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, all the above. But anyway, welcome back to the program, uh, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> it's quality, <laughs> joyful material on tonight's program, right? I'll save that the, the best stuff for the end. I swear to God. So, and don't worry, we we, we can't cut Mad Libs tonight for sure. Um, and of Why course, there's more pictures. I know. It, I love it. I love it, uh, Michelle. You're loading up our chat room with all the awesome pictures you got from the weekend. Keep it up. I love it. Um, yeah. And of course, Miles uh, has a couple more that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna enjoy. Oh yes, I love I love the sh- the shaming me into sending a talisman figs too. That's good. Enjoy um, asterisk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back. Hello. And of course, joining us for oh, all all three hours for tonight's program, uh, the lovely and talented Michelle Lagan from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Of course, from uh, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Hello. Oh, thank you. You're making me blush. Oh, and what great... <laughs> you got some great pictures with you and the sexy liberal gang. Very, very nice. And, uh... And yeah, me, the giant marshmallow. <laughs> oh, bullshit. I call bullshit. Oh, really? I'm pale. I'm so oh, Your dress was beautiful, Michelle. Because I'm trans... beautiful. Thank Stop you. it. Just I'm trans... Out. I'm translucent, so nobody gets to... The, and you're from Florida, so I'm sure you're probably, like... Six shades darker than me. Um, and oh no, I don't go out in the sun. No, it's bad. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Bad. I I'm like a jellyfish. Beautiful. So Thank stop. You. And of course, uh, Miles Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida. The second half of the dynamic duo also heard on Mike Check Radio. Woo! Yes, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, so uh, sorry to bring everybody down real quick, but we have the second part of Trump's hate speech uh, to listen to and analyze. My apologies, everyone. I know we have freedoms and we have freedom of choice and many, many different freedoms, but you know what? It's still totally disrespectful. And you know, when the NFL ratings are down massively... 
Oh, by the way, the NFL uh, ratings are up uh, slightly from a recent games. Massively. <laughs> the NFL ratings are down massively. Now, the number one reason happens to be that they like watching what's happening on, you know, with oh. yours, Trump. Seriously? Hey, Trump, fuck you. They like what's happening. This because, no. you know, today, if you hit too hard, right, they hit too hard, 15 yards, throw him out of the game. They had that last week. I watched for a couple of minutes, and two guys just really beautiful tackle. Boom, 15 yards. The referee gets on television. His wife is sitting at home. She's so proud of him. They're ruining the game. Right? They're ruining the game. Hey, look, that's what they want to do. They want to hit, okay? They want to hit, but, but it is hurting the game. But you know what's hurting the game more than that? When people like yourselves turn on television and you see those people taking the knee when they're playing our great national anthem. Hey, Trump, fuck you. The only thing you could do better is if you see it, even if it's one player, leave the stadium. I guarantee things will stop. Things will stop. Just pick up and leave. Pick up and leave. Not the same game anymore, anyway. Uh, yeah, they don't wear fucking leather helmets anymore either, you imbecile. Jesus Christ. The uh, is so fun. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I want to say right now, this man cares more about a symbolic gesture than he does about people getting life-altering concussions. <laughs> That will fucking, you know, debilitate a player. Or, God forbid, somebody gets so hard that they fucking get a spinal cord injury. All for your fucking entertainment, Fat Daddy Donnie. Oh, make sure they hit as hard as they can. It's more... Wow. Like, human... The, 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 serious. Oh, oh pro-life? Maybe not so much. No, because, oh, a big, beautiful hit. Hit him so hard. 15-yard penalty. Game's not the same. Not fair. You take that fucking hit, you filthy pig. You take that fucking hit. Hmm. God damn it. Yeah, and you didn't catch the little little, uh, whack at feminism there, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Uh, referee has to impress his wife. Because it's it's a woman's game now. You know, you have to impress the women. Sure, he's okay, pissed well, off that they that, that when they wear pink more. for breast cancer too. Go ahead, Rain. Yeah, I, I just want to say that I love Joe even more for picking that up because I didn't pick that up. And thank you, Joe. Now, oh, you're now I want to punch him in the nuts <laughs> for feminists. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't wear a good luck. Yeah, good luck finding those little suckers. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there are no cups yeah. small enough. It'd be like kicking Theon. Greyjoy. Yeah, exactly. And he'd just stand there. <laughs> I just find it really oh. disgusting. Find it inc- <sighs> sorry. <laughs> no. Nice it's, Joe. It's, uh, yeah, it yeah. is. It's good. Oh, I'm sorry. I should give Joe the... Uh, the oh, no, not that one. This one, though. Sorry, I hit the, hit the wrong button. Um, but I, yeah. I'm amazed that Trump actually said that football is not violent enough. Yeah. Mm. I, it, well, that's what he said. <laughs> I, I know, I know. That is literally what it's, he said. It's not violent enough. It's not yeah. the same it's game. A, it's just not the same. Spurs, you know, it, it, and and you know, this is another thing too, uh, Miles. Well, it's not the same game. It's not the same game. This is a man who is longing 
for the yesteryear where we had segregated lunch counters, where schools were separate, where, you know, I mean, that's that's really what he's saying. He wants to see everything fucking go back to the way things were in the aftermath of McCarthy's America. Mm-hmm. Of, you yeah, know, Jim, Jim Crow. What it should be. Yeah, Jim Crow, McCarthy-inspired, anti-Semitic America. That's what it is. Where every Jew's a communist. Where every, uh, you know, African-American is is lesser than, than a white person. Or, you know, where, you know, women are in the kitchen and have no opinions and can't vote. Whatever. Uh, but that that's what it... This is the fucking creepy, grotesque sleazy mindset of this maniac i'll I'll Um, give go ahead hon i just want to say um when when i when i'm listening to him speak like that and um i'm thinking back i'm gonna bring it back to the new york city sexy liberal show frangela had a wonderful idea they carry <laughs> part of the part of their bit. They have these little signs, these little like folded up uh, four by you three know by five, uh, three by five three no by cards. five note no cards, and one of them like on a popsicle stick, and they carry them mm-hmm. with them at all time, and they basically call it a pop up protest. Basically, when they hear something like this crappy speech that he did in Alabama, they will take them out of their pockets and wave them around. They say fuck. It. <laughs> Nice. If they're in the grocery line and they get pissed off, it's, it's fuck Trump. You know, if they're if you know if they're waiting for a cab and the cab keeps passing them by, fuck Trump. You know, that is what Frangela talked about, and that's what we need to do. We need to speak up against this sort of jackassery every yeah. chance we get. Oh my God! And and you know, in in that wasn't the only thing. You know, in in a lot of a lot of conservatives out there, Joe. We're kind of saying, oh, well, you know, he brought this up and, you know, it, and it was he was thinking about it and, you know, uh, he, he he was just playing to his audience. This was fucking planned. Oh, you know, first of all, what happened on Friday? First of all, there was a news dump Friday night that yes. the DHS at under the command of one John Kelly mm-hmm. took 10 months to tell states they were hacked by Russians. Yeah. Just got around to it when they've known for, for, for six months. And most were secure. Yeah. So uh, that news dump happened Friday night. We also found out that, oh, my God, the entire Trump administration was using a private email Mm -hmm. to conduct government business. Oh, we found that out over the weekend. Yeah. Right. And then just today we found out that oh the IRS, right, is working with start sending documents to Mueller, which might include Trump's tax returns. Oh, so, God, I hope so. And, and then we had the epic failure of death care. Uh, yeah. Right. So we needed distraction, right? Exactly, and but you know what? Was. I think that's the thing is, is I really, truly believe this was the wrong fucking distraction. Yeah. Well, he miscalculated by, by because every measure. People, uh, obviously, you can tell by my reaction about this tonight, who, a guy who 
doesn't care anything about football and has barely talked about Colin Kaepernick, but I have talked about violence against the African-American community. But I'll tell you what, I think he's re-energized the conversation about uh, police violence against African-Americans. And he has landed. Absolutely. The, the bald mm-hmm. eagle has landed on his white nationalist landing strip and said, you know what? No, sorry. And oh my God, when you get to hear what fucking uh, Sarah Huckabee or Hickabilly Slanders said today, oh please, her her white explanation about all this, whoo, that was the oh, second time I wanted to fucking punch this my is computer. The thing that blows me away, it blows me away. He, I, I don't know if it was planned. I don't know if it was planned what he said Friday night, because this was this was the the Kaepernick kneeling thing, and that whole. To me, it, it shouldn't have been a controversy, but it was pretty much benign. Very few people cared about it, except for people who wanted to see Colin Kaepernick rehired by the NFL, or yeah. wanted to see Colin Kaepernick being given the credit that he deserves for what he did. Yeah, I do bring, believe he deserves that credit. Bringing I attention mean, he, to a, a very, very mm-hmm. real problem. Yes. About a, a, a very time, large demographic in this country. Yes. But mm-hmm. in the time that he he lost his job with the 49ers, he is he has sent money, he's 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 done so many phil- philanthropic efforts to make sure that it's not just his cause, but he's helped inner city kids. He's gone out of his way to do good things because of his cause. And for some reason, Trump decided to blow this back up to the surface. And I'm blown away by it. Well, I mean, I almost want to say thank you, you dumb, stupid nitwit. You because stupid now, fucking cock. We had, and, and we had maybe 20 people who kneeled all season. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, we had 250 people who kneeled. And that doesn't even include the amount of people who locked arms. Yeah, right. Trump brought and this on himself. Owners. Right. Yes, Trump owners. brought this on on himself. And also, Absolutely. you know, there's nothing more bipartisan than sports. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I know yeah. people. I you know guys that know me that I have season tickets to the AAA t- uh, minor league team of the New York Yankees here in Scranton. I'm a big Yankee fan, but there is nothing. When I go to those games and I stand in those stands, to my left are conservatives, to my right are liberals, people that hate Trump, people that love Trump, people that don't care one way or the other, people that just, like me, go there just to relax and get entertained. Most of the players on the field are either black or Latino, Mm -hmm. okay? They stand when we, we do the national anthem. No, in the fourth inning, they honor hometown heroes who have served in the military, and everybody applauds. Yeah. nobody has a problem with this. No problem you, at Joe. all. Uh, I'm gonna, okay? I'm gonna, to, uh, uh, but finish your thought, Joe, and then I'm gonna say something on this show that I never thought I would say before. Well, I, I'm just saying that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, a fan of baseball. I am a fan of the Yankees. There are liberal fans, there are conservative fans, there are apolitical fans. We all stand together and enjoy the game. There's nothing worse that he could have attacked. That's something that interferes with one thing that does unify us, which is sport. Sports. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, 
it, it, this is something that I, I never. This is a revelation on this program right now. I never thought I would say this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to start watching football, everybody. I'm going to start at the very least. Start. I'm going to start watching Browns games at the very least because they represent my city. Yeah, I get irritated by the tourists. It's all right. I can get over that because I'm more irritated by this racist shitbag fake president that we have. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to guarantee I'm going to watch every game and I'm not going to guarantee that I'm going to go down into the crowds and watch it live or anything. But I'll contribute to the ratings and I'll try and wrap my head around it. I have a fair idea of how things work with football. I know it's a short season, but the games are long. Um, <laughs> yeah, this uh, is huge. This is breaking news, everybody. This is. This is. Uh, you know, I, I think this. We, we might actually have to get the the news flash in uh, just for uh, just for Donald Trump. Uh, this is a, this is a news flash for you, Donald Trump. News flash, you stupid fucking cock. I'm gonna start watching football because <laughs> you're stupid racist ass. So, Kenny. Right. Um, I gotta say this. Yes. I gotta say this to the chat room and for every footballer out there. I think we need to get a Kickstarter going to get Kenny um, a jersey. A jersey. For, ah, we don't need a Kickstarter for that. We don't. For for the current quarterback for the Browns. Uh, right. uh, you know, I'll I'll tell you what. Right? Yes, I, I, we don't need a Kickstarter for that. I can afford to buy that on my own, and I would be happy to do so. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? The only reason the only reason I'm doing this, the only reason I'm really doing this is because I want one of those hats with the two beers on the sides and the straws. That's it. So by the way, by the way, when we have a chance during the program, not now, I know we're we're under time, but I have a very cute sports story to tell you about Sotomayor. Okay. Uh, All right. That happened well, yeah, recently we'll, we'll, at Yankee Stadium, but I I, I just we'll, want to we'll say for it, too, yeah. for him to tell people to get up and walk out of their seats. And I don't I don't go to I don't go to professional football, but I go to professional baseball. Okay, in New York City, I go to Yankee Stadium, and I tell you that I pay anywhere from three hundred fifty to five hundred dollars for a ticket. Yes. Sure. There is no fucking way I'm getting up and walking out if one of the players kneels during the national anthem. Oh, I got I got another. uh, Yeah, I'm going to give you an amen for that. But then I got another news flash for Donald Trump here real quick. Um, News flash, you stupid fucking cock. Your supporters largely don't have enough money to go see live games. That's right. Your supporters are broke ass little grease eating freaks, phony Christians, just like you. I, I like calling them grease-eating fake Christians now. That's like my favorite thing to say, or grease-eating phony Christians. But uh, I, but anyway, I I had a point a while ago. <laughs> um, is that is that this was this was very calculated? It, Joe uh, pointed it out uh, 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 very very clearly. Um, that you know, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, Trump was just comfortable and he was just talking about something he was thinking about." Well, then why the fuck at the same event did Pence say this? We've all got a right to our opinions. But I don't think it's too much to ask the players in the National Football League to stand for our national anthem. And I know the people of Alabama agree. Oh, well, I don't think it's too much for American citizens to join American Vanguard, the fascist operation, because they both have America in their name. 
Boom. <laughs> 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 I mean, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm not I'm not comparing the national anthem to American Vanguard, you know, because I mean, largely the national anthem is just kind of a joke, really. Let's just be honest. The national anthem is a joke and the only reason we listen to it is to see who fucks up. You know, we're looking for the next Roseanne. We're looking, you know, oh, yeah. by the way, right-wing fucking asshole Roseanne who blocked me on Twitter. Badge of honor. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Trump cultist, uh, pot-smoking Trump cultist from California. How the fuck does that work, Roseanne? By the way, I'm not going to watch your new fucking show. Oh. Even, yeah. You fucking, really? Yeah. Ooh, I hate her so fucking much. Um... Anyway, I'm worked up tonight, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm stressing uh, anybody. You have, right to, you have a right to be. No, you have this a right is, to be. I, I, oh. I think it's been a very stressful weekend for everybody. And oh, by the way, Mister Pence, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have. It, it's and it's not asking too much to take five fucking minutes to tweet something over the weekend about how you feel about three and a half million people living in Puerto Rico who don't have yeah. lights Bingo. or water yes. or food. Bingo. You could have taken your five fucking minutes and got on your knees and said a prayer for those people and said something in public rather than rant on about your ass and your fucking uh, 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 bone spur on your, your heel that kept you out of the military, well, you little here's, fuck. Oh, here's the thing, here's the thing that I find very right. amazing. Is Rain, that you get the last I, word because we got the Green News report coming up. But we're yeah, going to pick sorry, up the... Just, go ahead. You know, I, what Trump did, even if you're, you're not a sports fan or not even a football fan, what he did is he divided this country... And decided to to weaponize the national anthem. Yes. And and I mean that seriously when I say weaponize. Oh, you're it. right. You're mm-hmm. right. Yep. You're absolutely right, Rain. You know, and so it, it, in in that point, it, it there are many people out there who said, "Oh, of course Trump did this. Of course he did that." You know, this should, this is really important because he is trying to take the national anthem and the flag, which and the flag, by the way, is something that. We, we've been fighting for as liberals mm-hmm. since 9-11. We've been fighting to take yeah. the flag back and make, make it for every American. Yeah. Um, Trump took it one step further. And, and so while he, he's doing this, he's ignoring, trying to sit there and say America, Americans, you know, the flag, all this other crap, and he's ignoring American citizens in Puerto Rico. And, and this, this whole thing is really disgusting. And I think it's important that we talk about what Trump did regarding the NFL. Because, yes, oh, yeah. it's supposed to be sports. It's supposed to be something that we get to do. It used to be just on Sundays and then Mondays and now Thursdays and whatever. It's it's overtaking oh, and, many and, people's lives. But yeah. it used to be just sports. Yeah. It used to be just a thing that we could do to take our minds away from well, everything that was happening in this country you are 100 percent right rain and and we're we're going to pick up on that notion when we come back when we come back uh, we got name calling again we're going to suspend reverse call in for tonight because we got a lot of audio to play joe's going to do name calling for us tonight because it's the right thing to do and uh i also have a theory as to why trump is attacking the uh, NFL right now, and I think it has a lot to do, well, with racism and his past failures. Uh-huh. So, all uh-huh. right, yeah, let's right. hit the I think break. I might know about that? Oh yeah. One word 
Oh, no, two words, the Bills. But there's even more than that. So, all right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We're going to listen to the Green News Report. Come back, do name calling. Let us know if you have any birthdays, uh, and uh, we're going to get right back into this uh, whole debacle over the NFL. I promise at least one Mad Lib tonight, but we still have a ton of audio. So hang hang in there with us. I'm going to save the good audio for last. The stuff that will make you say yes. That's what we need. All right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, September 26, 2017. Almost a week after Maria hit, some isolated towns still have not been heard from at all. Calls grow to accelerate disaster aid for Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. Adding danger to desperation, major Puerto Rican dam at risk of total failure. Good news and bad from toxic Superfund sites flooded by Hurricane Harvey in Texas. Plus, the oceans of 2017 are on track to be the third warmest on record. Unusually warm oceans fueling record Atlantic storm season. All of those record disasters and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Look, climate change is real. 99% of scientists know it's real. The, the whole world knows it's real, except for one, maybe one person in the White House. Shh, don't tell him. He's got bigger things to worry about. People are kneeling while the national anthem is playing. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we are now more than a week since Hurricane Maria devastated Puerto Rico. And things are getting worse there by the moment. Yes. Now, some disaster aid has finally begun to arrive in Puerto Rico, where the wrath of Hurricane Maria caused catastrophic damage across the entire island's electricity, communications, water, and sewage infrastructure. Worse, the island is now in the midst of a record-breaking heat wave. Conditions are becoming desperate in some areas, according to Puerto Rico's Governor Ricardo Rosseo, who, in an interview with PBS NewsHour, called on Congress to move more quickly. Quickly. The magnitude of this catastrophe is enormous. Uh, this is going to take a lot of help, uh, a lot of collaboration. We are in the midst of potentially having a humanitarian crisis here in Puerto Rico, which would uh, translate into a humanitarian crisis in the United States. Uh, so I call upon Congress to take action immediately. Uh, you know, Puerto Ricans are proud U.S. citizens. They are proud U.S. citizens. I can't imagine the government, the president, taking this long to take action had this been a city in the mainland U.S. Yes. Now, Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan said on Monday that Congress likely won't be taking up another disaster relief bill until mid-October. Oh, take your time. What's the rush, Speaker Ryan? Congressional Democratic leaders have called for the U.S. military to launch a large-scale recovery effort. And New York Governor Andrew Cuomo on Sunday said that in response to a direct request for state-to-state assistance from Puerto Rico's Governor Rosseo, he is now sending New York's emergency recovery teams, supplies, and is launching a donation fund. Instead of arguing with football players, instead of obsessing about how to take health care from the poor in this country, why don't we put the politics aside and focus on helping Americans in desperate need? 
And those are the people of Puerto Rico. Tens of thousands have been evacuated from below the Oaxaca Dam in northwestern Puerto Rico, where flooding from Hurricane Maria has spilled over the dam, causing flash flooding downstream and is eroding its base. As we go to air, however, the dam itself is still intact. A further blow to Puerto Rico's economy and its future food supply. According to an initial assessment, the storm decimated at least 80 percent of this year's crops in Puerto Rico. And agriculture experts warn that damage to the soil, water and infrastructure is so extensive that farmers may not be able to plant crops next year either. What's going on in Puerto Rico is extraordinary. The president uh, tweeted finally about Puerto Rico on Monday night as if to say, hey, too bad, Puerto Rico. Florida and Texas are doing great, but but you guys were a mess to start with, so there's not much we can do to help you. It's, frankly, appalling and could well turn out to be Donald Trump's Hurricane Katrina at this rate. And the corporate TV news media's Sunday news shows are also failing Puerto Rico. A new analysis by Media Matters finds that the five network Sunday talk shows devoted less than one minute combined to the U.S. territory's devastation. Meanwhile, in Houston, good news and bad news. The good news is that the EPA says it has removed more than 500 containers of, quote, potentially hazardous material from toxic Superfund sites that were flooded by Hurricane Harvey. But the bad news is, AP reports, the agency won't reveal what the hazardous materials are, which sites they came from, or whether there was or is any threat to human health. Unbelievable. Finally, the oceans in 2017 are on track to be the third warmest ever recorded. Climate scientist Catherine Hayhoe, in an interview with 60 Minutes, said it will take time to determine the exact contribution of global warming to this latest round of disastrous hurricanes. But there are some things that scientists do know. We can say absolutely without a doubt that this hurricane took place over altered background conditions. Our planet is very different today than it would have been 50 or 100 years ago. It is. And the price that scientists like Catherine Hayhoe have been warning about is one that it looks like we are really beginning to pay. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean, and it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. Hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah, many times over, please, um, in unpleasant manners. Um, welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com. And I just want to say, uh, our, um, the Sues 
is at a very fun concert that I think some of our listeners would uh, like to hear about in uh, the, I think the Grog Shop is where they're playing. Pop Tone. It's kind of an updated version of Tones on Tail, which Tones on Tail is a spinoff of Love and Rockets. It features uh, Daniel Ash and Kevin Haskins from uh, Tones on Tail. And somebody named Diva is also in the band. I don't know what that means. I got I had the luxury of seeing Love and Rockets with the Pixies back in like 1988, I think. Um, at the oh god, I don't, I don't remember what what theater it was in Cleveland, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure she's in for a, a treat tonight. Uh, our friends uh, Tom and um, Shannon are going with her, and she said if she gets a chance, she's going to have sex with Daniel Ash tonight. And I said, all right. Um, so <laughs> hey, go Suze. Uh, it, it was, it was a pretty funny, then. it was a pretty funny conversation before we left the house, but she, she laid down the law. She's like, if I get a chance, I'm having sex with him. And I was like, well, I'll give uh, you, uh, I'll, I'll, that, that'll be a gimme. So, uh, <laughs> it, right? and, uh, yeah, sure. And, uh, um, uh, we'll, we'll heal. We'll heal after that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, also, uh, I wanted to mention, um, that it, uh, my friend, uh, uh Tomas, who, uh, you know, his wife, uh, Shannon is gone with, uh, Susan tonight. I mentioned, cause we're having our Thanksgiving party the Saturday after Halloween on November 4th. And he was like, Oh, so it's like a Thanksgiving dinner, but with Halloween, are you going to make it? He said he thought I was going to make a turkey out of, of hot dogs because it's called Franksgiving. <laughs> I'm actually going to make a real hot dog, but I think I, he gave me a brilliant idea, and I'm going to do Franken-stuffing, and I'm going to like get some really good, high-quality hot dogs and put beans. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and, mi- and, and mix, yeah, and mix baked beans with the stuffing, so Franks and beans and stuffing all together. That could be fun. Frank and stuffing on the rise. There we go. Getting good ideas every day. I've already have a plan for my gravy yard, which and uh, I'm gonna do curse. Uh, uh, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, green bean cursor roll will be on the menu. So uh, also monster mashed potatoes are gonna be there. So got it all, folks. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Let's get back into it. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Rain, where'd you Hi. go? Hi. Hi. No, I'm Hello. here. I'm here. There I was distracted because evidently tonight, MSNBC ran an ad with Russian subtitles about who killed Seth Rich. Oh, what is going on? I, no. I don't have anything more than that. I put All it right. into our Skype well. chat, but... Um, yeah, that happened. All right. I, you know, I have MSNBC on as we're, yeah. we're on, and I didn't see it. So, okay. When did well, they run it? I, it, I might have missed looks, it because I had to move into it. It looks like the, the, the original timestamp is 704. Um, that was right when the show was yeah. starting. Yeah. So, this is really messed up. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll look it into it, involves, folks. It also involves Periello Tours and and then Ari Melber. Well, Ari well, Melber. So it it, it actually well, looks like MSNBC might have got hacked tonight. Well, we'll look into it and we'll, we'll uh, touch base uh, later tonight or There's on Friday. Don't worry about news. it. 
yeah, and uh, and of course uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. The uh, of course our Galaxy Master, who uh, presented John Fugel sang with magnificent uh, diorama. And both of you guys worked on the diorama, right? I yes, I work on like the physical, and Michelle's painting skills are what really brings it to life. Ah, okay. So you're the constructor, and Michelle is the yes. artiste who brings out the brings it to life. Yes, indeed. And of course, the other Very half so. of the dynamic duo out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Lagon. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I do the detail on the, the stormtroopers, and I made JF-121, so that's my con- contribution. You made it pop. Yes, we use that yes, term. Like, you, like your alien and your the, the, the background for your alien. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The the, the paint job. Uh, you're the Earl, Sh- Earl Scheib of the operation. Uh, so. I did want to make a, a comment on the on on, on Trump. Uh, the one thing I approve of what Trump has done is to encourage racists to stop watching the NFL because I don't want them to join the same joy I do out of a, in that sport. Go to NASCAR. Go to some other sport I don't give a damn about. Yeah. Just leave. NASCAR I, has I one. Am, am I right? I, I think I heard uh, Colbert say that there's only one African-American uh, driver in NASCAR. Right. That's yeah. true. So, yeah, go there, folks. But Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt came, came out against what Trump was he calling He did. For. He did. Good for him, too. That's awesome. Good on him. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, la- a very powerful quote. Yeah. Well, last but definitely not least, Mr. Joe Santorsa, you're ready to do some name calling for us tonight, sir. I am. I had to move hey, into. Uh, hi, hi. I had to move <laughs> into Sharky's airspace. So if you hear a little bark, <laughs> that's all right. We'll we'll just try and bury it with your jingle real quick. Hey, Joe. Go with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, we're gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke the ride. Matter, kid, don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. Okay, well, let's get started with this uh, tremendous room we have tonight. Yay. Yay, room. You're the greatest, the biggest. Big, big ocean of a chat room. And there's a tiny little island island of a a show. Little island (laughs) island of of sanity. Yeah, yeah, island of sanity. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Sea of madness. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we got Adam. Adam Hebert. Mr. Vacation Boy. Adam's on vacation. Yes. BC. Bobber BC. (laughs) Bobber before BC. Bobber before Christ. (laughs) Bobber before Christ. Oh. (laughs) That's we we also refer to it. We also refer to modern era. Yeah, we Uh, refer to him as Abrahamic Bobber as well. (laughs) Or the biblical Bobber. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm Bible Bob. Bible Bob. <laughs> the old, the old Testament Bob or whatever. It's called anyway, Bobble. Get Bobble. <laughs> Caitlin, Chris, Clinster, Jay, Collie, Kenny, Pick, Hugh, Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. And we have KBD, Cool Black Dude, Joey. We have Living on Long Island. We have Meow Goodness. Hi, Michelle. I know you're there. Hello. Miles is there with you. Yep. You would think so. Okay, we got Moonmare. <laughs> <laughs> we have Nova Moonlight. Peter San Francisco. President. Hi, Rain. I'm in your basement. Yes, you are. Along with the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> That's and right. we have I seen that basement. I have, I've not heard Jiminy. I've not heard Jiminy. This, yeah, I, I gave him... I gave this name-calling is coming from inside the house. <laughs> did you did you put out cricket poison for him? What's going on? Yeah, no, I mean, he got quiet. He was he was there earlier. He got he caught in the... Cr- he, he, got caught in the cr- cr- he got caught in the cricket trap. <laughs> yeah, it was a humane cricket trap. Yeah. <laughs> He went to live on a Don't farm. Don't tell Francie. I know she's not here tonight, but I did not kill any crickets. I'm I'm totally kidding. <laughs> okay. We have Sandy and Durwood. We have Theo J.W. We have my boss and soon-to-be an Athens occupant, Tim Coramal. Very nice. We have Trisec 13. And absolutely not least, but last, Trojan Rabbit. Fantastic Force Trojan Rabbit can be heard every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Paul's Memory Bank with his excellent selection of music. Um, and uh, yeah, love that. He, and um, uh, also, um, I wanted to mention something else and I'm forgetting right now. Bobo Fett. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it Bobo like Baphomet, Bobo Fett. So uh or Boba Fett. So <laughs> See Michelle likes that. Uh <laughs> Fett. Bobber Fett. I, I like Bo- Bobber Fett. It, w- it will be uh, Bobber's uh uh, uh w- 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 what do you call him Miles? What planet are they from? Um the um Come oh, on, Boba the Mandalorians? Fett. Mandalorian. That is Bobber Fett yeah. is is Bobber's Mandalorian name. Uh, so, and did did we have any birthdays at all? I think Adam said he had something, but I missed it. Okay. Well, yeah. Put it out there uh, again if uh, if we missed it. My Let's apologies. See. I'll look on uh, I'll look on Facebook and say no. Uh, he didn't send it over there. So can I um, just put it? quick call out for any of our 4F friends or anybody who's 4F adjacent. That was the, what I was going to say, Rain. Thank you. Yes, okay. exactly. Yay. This Friday on on the show, Bobber, Rain, and myself have been talking about doing a... And Trisec. And tri- well, yeah, I mean, just the three of us personally have been talking about doing a 10th anniversary special, and it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Um where we get a whole bunch of people from Four Freedoms blog, contributors, writers, whatever, uh, and do almost like a reverse call-in all night kind of thing and uh, go kind of limited on the news and focus more on the 10-year celebration 
of uh, of Four Freedoms blog. Bobber has sent me a wonderful piece of music. Uh, he sent me three pieces of music, but uh, I decided there was one called, I think, Bat Country was what it was called, an instrumental, and uh, that's going to be, we're going to make a special intro for the show and everything, so it's really not going to be Turn Up the Night this Friday. It is. It's going to be the same length of time, start at the same time and everything, but uh, I, I felt like it was it was worth doing something special for the 10-year anniversary of uh, uh, Four Freedoms blog, and Rain, I'll pass it off to you right now. Oh, that was it. That was oh, it. I know. I know that we have Trojan Rabbit who said he'd call in. I'm hoping that living in Long Island doesn't have to work that night. Um, I'm going to try to get our Mondo Bubba, mm-hmm. who you know, I don't want to reveal his real name on the Facebook. No, don't do to it. See if he might if he might want you know to participate. But the thing is, is that you know we've been you know Bob, me, and Try have been with you guys with you, Kenny, mm-hmm. for. It's it's been almost six years now, right? Uh, it, at the very least, you you you, me and Bobber have been friends, and you've been part of this show for, I would say, going on seven. Because really? I mean, Has it you, been, really? Well, I mean, you know, back in uh, I don't know if you remember this, but back in the wild, wild west of uh, uh, internet radio on uh, radio or not. Um, mm. I filled in for, um, uh, Nicole Sandler one time she needed to fill in and I o- actually overslept, <laughs> but oh, you, really? you, you were my co-host. Uh, you know, I, we started late, but you were, you were my only co-host for that show. So, and oh, you, and you'd been part of the show long before that too. So it might be kind of closer to eight years because, um, you know, the first year turnout the night was, a lot of podcasts with music and stuff like that and and then it started to branch out with some people who I'm no longer friends with that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> not important. Uh, uh, but what's important is that along the way I became friends with you and Bob and uh you know you guys have been here for you know the the, the largesse of uh, the existence of Turn Up the Night. Yeah, we've we've kind of run adjacent with you, mm-hmm. even though you know four freedoms, and and here's the thing, and this is where I I might have to like take a little rubber mallet over Trisec's head, <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I'd like him to be there at seven o'clock, but he's he's got a new he's got a new career going on, which is awesome, but it, yeah, the the way we came about is pretty magical, and mm-hmm. um. It's actually very similar to the way that somehow, you know, Kenny and Joe and 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 it just all of this comes about, where we all we all kind of come together because we all believe in one thing, but sometimes people decide to kind of take a right turn into Albuquerque. Yeah. No offense to Albuquerque. Wrong turn yeah. in Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, no, but we come together, and so um, listen. So if Liv is out there, if, if Scoopster in Rhode Island is out there, and I'm going to get him to call in. But the thing is, is what I would like for people to do is just tell us tell us what you think about Four Freedoms, the yeah. things that you've read. And, um, yeah, we've had some good stuff. I mean, I've shared, yeah. I've shared some pretty, pretty intense stuff there. Absolutely. Things that I think that helped to make things more accessible for other people. 
Yeah, an open, honest dialogue, which is a you know in this climate today, that's the rarity. Very rare. Thank you, Michelle. Exactly. And I want to say this: Sport Freedoms was actually one of the first blogs that came out uh and said, "We want marriage equality." Ten years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And 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 when I say the first blogs, I want to I want to preface that with the fact that Bob. Trisec and myself are are heterosexual. Sure. Well, and so you know we did that. And, and did I that. and again I I ran parallel with the yes. you know you yes. guys and that's been my that's been my tenet uh, since I was eighteen years old. Uh, why would you want to forbid somebody th- to marry somebody? Uh, you know why? Why do you, what business is it, is it of yours? What? How is it going to hurt you? It's not. But I want to say this real quick because I want to. I want to get back because Friday is going to be the big concentration of this. And Michelle, I'll let you jump in here in a second. But uh, okay. I want to. I want to tell everybody right now: if you are part of Four Freedoms Blog in any way, and you are not uh, in my Skype contacts. Send me a message on Facebook, a PM on Facebook, or if you want to email me, I'll give it out once. You're going to have to go back and listen to it if you don't get it. It's Kenny <laughs> Kenny Pick at protonmail.com. Send me an email. I'll uh, If you don't have Skype, I'll work on getting a, 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 the ability to call your phone if you want to be part of it. It'll happen. But, yeah, this Friday, this is really important. Um, we want to dedicate uh, this all, just about all of this Friday, to the history and uh, influence of uh, Four Freedoms blog. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, and, and yeah, so there we go. So get in touch with me on Facebook if we're not already connected on fa- uh, on uh, uh, Skype. I know Trojan Rabbit and I are there. Uh, you know, uh, living on on Long Island, Trisec. If you can do anything, or if you can't be here, Trisec. If you want to write a special piece to be read just on air, send that to me. Uh, you know, or or Rain or Bob. You know, we'll do it. We'll read it on air uh, in your absence. But um, uh, yeah. So that's what's happening this Friday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, the ten year anniversary celebration of Four Freedoms Blog. Michelle, what were you gonna say? Um. Adam wanted to wish a happy birthday to Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. Uh, six, 66. That was the birthday that he was interested in. Now, I do have a little bit of a tidbit. It's a little bit of a grain. It's a little bit like a like a tiny little bit of a flower, piece of flower. But I cannot reveal it until people listen to my check radio. Not this weekend, but next weekend. So, it's just something nifty. <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, let y'all yeah. Know. Tri- yeah. Yeah. Tri- tri- says Kenny's internet is completely ratioed. We have to use Proton Mail. Yes. <laughs> yes. Proton Mail was developed by the guys at CERN. It was, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's encrypted. It's quality, but they only give you 500 free megabytes, so you got to delete that shit on a regular basis. Um, yeah. Um, but anywho, um, all right, uh, shoot. We don't have time for much else, folks. <laughs> Sorry. But again, I wish Mark Hamill a happy birthday, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Mark Hamill, here's your birthday bonus. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Am I gonna get it? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was Mark Hamill from Star Wars. Boy, am I gonna get it? Oh, Papa Spank! <laughs> oh, I should have queued up the two uh, together. That would have been perfect. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Well, I, we need a redo on this. Uh, but uh, not a complete redo. We'll just uh, um, play this. Uh, Papa Spank. Boy, am I gonna get it? Yeah. There you go. It was both yeah, Mark so that, Hamill. That was, Mark Hamill is the yeah, Joker was, and is Luke Skywalker. Go ahead. Yeah, that was just my little tease for two weeks from this. Yeah, not this weekend, but next weekend from Mike Check Radio. There's like a little tidbit. It's like a little grain of sand, but little nugget. People might enjoy it. I'd say yeah. a gem in the rough. Yes, it is. All right. Dealing well, with Mark Hamill. So hey, <laughs> I like it. I like it. So uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, we we got to run to break now. Um, I, I accidentally wiped out my biscuit drops, so I got to try and replace them real quick. Got any biscuits biscuit. for sale in there? There it is. Yeah. You got any biscuits biscuit. for sale in there? There it is. Uh, yeah, biscuit. Biscuit. Uh, okay. Biscuit. Well. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. Um, again, we're just doing one Mad Lib tonight, and I'll probably do it after we come back from the break because there's so much audio we still have, have yet to play, and a lot of it's very good. A lot of it's very good. Some of it's a little punchy, and we'll probably have to lighten our commentary a little bit, but we'll see what happens. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. You can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. What year is this? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And Joe Santorso from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I said Pennsylvania. 
Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, of course, I also heard on the Tim. Cor- <laughs> I'm like Melania Trump all of a sudden. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so of course, I also heard. Like bully. Also on the turn. Uh, I'm sorry, on the Tim Carmel program as well. Uh, welcome back to the show, sir. Well, I want you to know that effective this week, the head of the DEA has just resigned, saying that Trump has no respect for the law. Yes. Well, uh, the head of the DEA was sick of the head of the D. So, uh, you know, easy D. It's kind of a big deal. It's it's an enormous deal. So, tremendous deal. Uh, The best deal. Uh, But anyway, and of course, uh, welcome back. Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, our uh, resident Galaxy Master, also can be heard on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert uh, every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back, sir. Yes, indeed. Hello. And, of course, right at your side, well within smacking distance, I'm sure, back at home where the kitties can be cuddled with, uh, Michelle Lagan, uh, also from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back, Michelle. A rogue DM. And... And well met to you, Sir Pick. Ah, thank you, thank you. And uh, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, jump right back into this because we have uh, other Trump supporting assholes uh, white splaining to African American uh, NFL players and other people of other ethnicities who are supporting them. Right? Now, how many was it, Rain? How many? Uh, how many different uh, uh, people knelt or locked arms? Kneeling? No. I think it was. Oh, I think it, I. I saw two hundred and fifty. That's impressive. That's impressive. That was in, That was the number I remember. Two hundred and fifty. Well, let's let's listen to what uh, Robert Jeffress. It's impressive, considering a year ago it was yeah. ten. Yeah, grease-eating, phony Christian Robert Jeffress, uh, Trump advisor, uh, who uh, current uh, pops up on uh, Right Wing Watch quite a bit. Uh, People for the American Way, of course, uh, run website. Listen to this dirty little fucker, what he has to say. That injustice by failing to stand for the national anthem. I think what these players are doing... I want to pause it right there. He referred to this as an injustice. Players not standing. An injustice. To who? All right. Well, when your son, yes. when your son is pulled over for no good reason or gunned down because oh, I don't know, you're suspected of stealing cigarello or having a toy gun, or you own a knife and you're thrown in the back of a, a, a police car and have your has his spine severed. Yep. Get back to me and tell me what fucking injustice looks like, you stupid prick. Anyway, huh? I'm on a tear tonight. <laughs> That injustice by failing to stand for the national anthem. I think what these players are doing is absolutely wrong. These players ought to be thanking God that they live in a country where they're not only free to earn millions of dollars every year, but they're also (laughs) free from the worry of being shot in the head for taking a knee like they would be if they were in North Korea. And I think tens of millions of Americans agree with President Trump when he says they ought to be called out for this. Oh my God! Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God! I don't 
care. No, actually, I do care what he says here because no, no. Well, in North Korea, you can be shouting ahead if you bound if you you know took a knee when you know the the national anthem was playing, or or you could just be black and shot by a cop. You could you just, know you know, you could be, just... you could be a thirteen-year-old boy with a toy gun in a park and not even have any time to yield to police officers and be shot dead within three seconds of them pulling up on you within three feet. I'm talking about Timmy Rice here in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. Yep. What's disgusting about this? Go ahead, Michelle. I'm sorry. Or like a like a thirteen or what was a fifteen year old girl in a bikini thrown to the ground and kneed in the back by a police officer. Oh yeah. You know. You see, I'm glad that you guys brought this up because basically what this guy is saying is that look, we're so much better than North Korea. And what well, really, really irritates the hell out of me when I see these kind of comparisons mm-hmm. is that this is supposed mm-hmm. this is America. We're That's supposed to be the beacon on the hill. Well, that's what Tom Cotton did, if you remember. Tom Cotton did the exact said the exact same thing. Yep. That yes, gays should be happy. They're not living in Iran, where you're executed. God. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, so when you're denied service at your local restaurant, be thankful. Well, that's what yeah. Ted Cruz. Be thankful that-, that we're not North Korea or Iran, and and this is the thing that it, it, it well, irritates me to no end. We're yeah, supposed and, to be better than Iran and North Korea. And to Joe's point, that's what Pence and Cruz have said, too. Right. Yep. You should be and grateful that we aren't killing you. You should be grateful we aren't killing you because you're different than us and we disagree with you. Because, you know, given half a chance, I'd do it. But isn't that the essence of white supremacy? Yes. Yeah. Bingo. Yes, and it's the also the essence of white grievance, yes, which is exactly yeah. what's going on with Trump. And again, what we really white splanation, white splanation going on too. You know, uh, again, you don't fucking get to do that if you haven't suffered the same ugly, unjust fate that another community has suffered. Or somebody of another ethnicity or another belief system. You don't get to fucking tell people what to do or think. Oh my god. This oh. is really exactly. this is really and and Kenny, I I My blood pressure you, is probably up, probably I walk around the house with murder fists <laughs> all the time, but really if we were to take this back a notch, this is really the very essence of white supremacy. It is. You're totally right this is this is the core of it is like we know what's best for you and it might be death or it might not be death but it'll probably be death it'll probably be death and you need to leave that up to us because you can't really think for yourself can you yep Yep. and that goes to the pompousness of donald trump telling owners to fire their you know their black slaves well, yeah, you know, that's the a players, really point. you know, because they're only your slaves and you should just get rid of them, whip them, whip and, them and, if they don't yeah, do what you want them and, to do. And when you say that, that's yeah, that I when mean, you say that's what that, he's saying. Trump really thinks 
That's right. He's saying you should take those slaves and whip them if they don't follow what you tell them to do. But Donald Trump thinks that he's the ultimate slave owner. He actually thinks, when you said that, this popped into my head, that Donald Trump thinks that now he can dictate to, to, to the owners of the NFL teams, that he can tell them what... He thinks that he's the ultimate slave owner. Oh, mm-hmm. and that's this is the this is the thing that I, I teased before uh, the the uh, at the bottom of last hour, before the Green News report, is that Trump is still so bruised from not being able to purchase the Buffalo Bills from not oh, being, yes. from not being he didn't have enough money to buy the Buffalo Bills. He didn't have enough clout to get what was it the American or the American Football League is that what it was called? Uh, Trump's failed for two years. He had a, a football league of his own, and he tried to sue the NFL for antitrust and monopoly because his broke ass his broke ass little fucking league, uh, the networks weren't interested in carrying his uh, his his games. Yeah, and plus the owners didn't want him. Yeah, and well, the this owners is... didn't want him, so he ended up buying the New Jersey Generals. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> yeah. now the, and this yeah. is and, and by the way, I just read that the other day. I never knew they existed until the other. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why you didn't. You ran yeah. them into the ground. So again, and, so and this this people... this art of the deal, shard of the deal, what have you? Uh, yeah, shard of the deal. <laughs> Uh, this this whole nonsense. He's holding a grudge Listen. about this. This is coupled with. I'm not excusing it in any way, saying that uh, you know th- this isn't taking away from Trump's racism at all. It's his racism coupled with his failure to be part of the NFL and before that mm-hmm. be a competitor with the NFL. Failure. Failure, failure. He ultimately, because he couldn't buy afford to buy the bills, he decided to run for president. And fucking unfortunately for us and the NFL and everybody else, he won. And now he's going to yeah. try and enact his vengeance. Uh, I'm sorry, vengeance. Um, and uh, you know, and it's shit slathered with white nationalism too. Yeah, it's yes. all because. It's all because he has a microscopic penis. See, there you and go. He just walks away. Penis in this house. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I yeah. think there's a point to be made there because Trump was not. He was. He was. He was not allowed into the NFL, and so he had to enter into right. the um, the USFL, which failed. And mm-hmm. so now he's president, and he sort of thinks that maybe he can override Roger Goodell, who is. He had the NFL. Well, and and, you know, like I said, you know, the the one thing that everybody knows is Trump doesn't like being perceived as a loser, and Mm. this is his revenge. And again, it's coupled with the white nationalism, and he truly thinks this is going to work, and it's not going to fucking work. Because oh, if, you get, so, if you get somebody like me, he really thinks that this is working great. Yeah, if you, well, if you get somebody at, like at dinner. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Joe. If, if you get somebody really like me, on. yeah, if you get somebody like me pissed off about an attack on the NFL, and I could give two shits about sports, I really could. <laughs> until now, until fucking now, 
Now you're going to watch football. God damn it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to love it. Because that. And I'm going to love it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, so I need to break something. All right. Well, so you know what the New Jersey Generals, their motto, their uh, their uh, cheer was, don't you? Um, mm, go, go pricks! pricks. Go it was, pricks. was it Trump University? <laughs> go pricks! Yeah. There you go. All right. So let's get into. And I'm sorry, more more murder fist territory right now. But I swear to God, we're working our way out of this this shithole. Uh, Jeff Sessions was uh, at Georgetown University Law Center uh, earlier today, and this is what he said. <sighs> Here, can you comment on the recent debate over NFL player protests? As Attorney General, does it concern you that these players are being condemned by many, including the President, for exercising their constitutional rights to free speech and protest? Well, the President has free speech rights, too. Shut he, up. Sends, he sends soldiers out every day. Oh, no! Sending soldiers out every day is not a free speech issue. Yes, <laughs> Trump has free speech. I understand that. But you are not allowed to go out there and, oh, I don't know, do ethics violations and tell people to boycott a private company and say people should be fired from the fucking bully pulpit. Oh, yes. God damn it. Oh. Here. To defend this country under the flag of the United States, uh, under United the States. Uh, national anthem and the unity that those symbols uh, call on us to adhere to. So I agree that it's a big mistake to protest in that fashion because it, it, it weakens the Fuck. commitment we have to this nation that has provided us this freedom. I would note, of course, that the uh, players aren't subject to any prosecution, but if they take a provocative act, they can expect to be condemned. And the president, so why did you bring right it up? To you condemn them, and I would condemn their actions, not them as a human being. But I don't fuck think that was a, a good. There are many ways these um, players, with all the assets that they have, can express their political views other than, in effect, uh, denigrating the uh, symbols of, of our nation, the nation. Uh, that's provided our Quite freedom me. to uh, speak and act. Seriously. This is coming from a, He said uh, this at Georgetown, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's talking about free speech, right? Am I missing yep. this? Yep. Yeah. Um, over 130 protesters were banned from showing up at that, that speech. Oh, but yeah. I thought we all had the right to free speech, Rain. Why would you do that? Oh, I'm an well, elf. we don't all have the right to free speech. God because damn. if you come up there and, and try to join the Georgetown speech by Keebler Elf, Mr. Sessions, you can't, you can't protest him. Oh, no. Because in the free speech, uh, uh, Georgetown University could only exercise free speech in certain areas in Georgetown where he can't hear you. Exactly. Exercising your free speech. But I love the way that that little implied threat, well, I wouldn't prosecute him. They're not being prosecuted yet. They're not being prosecuted. I mean, you can't prosecute him for it. Well, that's like, you know, like the old mafia thing. Nice shop you have here. Too bad if something happened to it. Thank you, Joe. 
Thank you. My Bingo. That's boom. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you an amen for that. So Amen. Amen. Uh, Michelle, what were you gonna say? My favorite thing is about they're making such a great wage or something like that. So making such you know wonderful money or I didn't hear the exact quote. Sure, like, sure. Dude, really? Yeah, they're making money. They're paying for it with their bodies. Exactly. You know, that, that's how, yeah. So, you know, you don't need to be talking about that crap because the NFL doesn't support you after you leave the NFL and you well, have your brain injuries and all that wonderful thing. So and, don't talk about that shit. And I another thing, Michelle, is, is they're equating human worth with monetary value. It's like, yes, you know, that, that's the GOP oh. in a nutshell, really. No, that that's a white supremacist in a nutshell too. True. You know, as long true. as long as as long as you're make you're making the white man a lot of money. Oh God. And, and so they, two things and they are- two things happened today. At, at that Georgetown speech, it was an invitation only crowd. Yeah. That's an important point to make. And those people who were not invited, many of them law professors, they took a knee. Oh good, good. By the way, I got my own doggy on the show tonight. I don't know if you can hear him. <laughs> this is the neighbor's dog. Out. So I hear him. Sound like your cat. So no, no, it's not. It's not one of the cats. It's the neighbor's dog out in the driveway, wanting back in the house. So <laughs> so they took a knee, and I think that's really important. I think it is too. Yes. So um, all right, let, this this stuff is going to piss everybody off. We got to get to the oh, this. No. This is. Uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders. These are all very oh, short. Oh. These are all very short. But uh, you're gonna. Oh, oh shit! Did I? I think I might have done something wrong here. Um, so not 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 like in a bad way. The show is still going on. Don't worry. Uh, but I think I might have double clicked. Yeah, she's something. the one I hate the most. Oh, good well, Lord. this is the one. The last clip. Of, the the last clip I'm gonna play from her tonight is. Um, the most punchable audio. I seriously almost put my fist through <laughs> my monitor. Uh, you know, oh my god, so fucking angered over this. All right, so the first one. Yeah, her- she's frustrating. Yeah, so listen, listen to this one. This is from her press conference uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, I'm sorry. No, well, the White House press briefing that is. Here you go. So, does the president have a problem with the First Amendment? Not at all. The president is simply stating uh, that pride in our country is a good thing. It's something that we should all celebrate. It's something that should, frankly, bring us together, not divide us. What What should bring us together? Calling people sons of bitches? Yay, sons of bitches. In front of, a, in front of an American flag, insulting fellow Americans and their mothers in, in, in front of a giant mm-hmm. American flag. That's bringing people together? Hickabilly slanders? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. She cannot shit, believe man. the shit that comes out of her mouth. She cannot. She doesn't. You can hear she her him and all. As she picks her words. Yeah, the words that she picks are like... You feel the hesitation. (laughs) The words that she picks are like, what do I say that can keep me getting a paycheck? Pretty much. 
God damn it. Pretty she much. Can't believe yeah. this. Yeah. I don't understand how any it. fucking American can believe the words that came out of her mouth. Including uh, her. Yeah. Well, uh, I liked what, what Cole and Kaepernick's uh, mother tweeted. God she said, if, if he's a oh, son of yes. a bitch, I'm one proud bitch. I love yes. that. I love that. We we need to give her a boogity on men, by the way. Yeah, uh, yes. because that 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 is uh, 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 an amazing way to just reduce the Trump cult to rubble. In Jesus' name, boogity boogity boogity. Amen. All right. Uh, the next clip uh, from Hickabilly Slanders is. Um, uh, Trump has been a patriot on this issue. <laughs> I'm gonna breathe real deep right now because we got we got four more we got four more clips to get to. In the last one is the most punchable. So here's this one. He has a tremendous amount of power when he tweets, and we report on it. And so when he tweets something, it does take away from his legislative agenda. Would you not agree? Uh, no, I don't, because I think that it's important for a president to show patriotism, uh, to be a leader on this issue, and he has. No. Oh, my no, God. He, no, he hasn't. I said it. He's, He's divisive. He's an ugly racist prick. That's leadership. Please, she doesn't discuss. She's trying to to redefine patriotism. Yep, I, I'm quite serious about this. She's well, trying to redefine what patriotism is, and and well, patriotism to the Trump cult is being white and uh, having power. Is what it is, and sh- and, and shooting embracing baby- fascism, and shooting baby elephants, and that, that too, oh. that too. Donald mm. Trump, sons, yep. sons, yeah. Mm. Well, by the, the, only thing, the only the only thing was more offensive than her is when she wears those men's pajamas at the podium. Did you ever see that outfit? <laughs> I have seen many of her outfits. They are, the, the, but the men's. The men's pajamas were the worst. She oh, wears yes, like, that was the one that was... Yes, I remember that, Joe. Yes. Yeah. She wears, yeah. like, puffy-sleeve yeah. black funeral prom dresses now, too. Yeah. And I think they were the, the prom dresses she didn't wear. She didn't wear to the prom. Oh, sure. I, I, I understand. She she doesn't wear underwear either. She's a hickabill. Oh, oh no, God no. damn it, Joe. No, no, no. She wears double buzzer for that. She wears she, grandma underpants. She Big goes ones. commando. No, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, you? No, she doesn't. I mean, she, come on. Her father. Her father, she goes, Mike. She got rib cage she, high granny panties. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, all right. That, that depends. No, oh, see, see, there you go. That depends. All right. Here, here's the next one. Uh, this one is. Um, uh, oh, I love the question. You guys are going to love the question here. And she has no fucking answer for this. The president believes that there are very fine people who kneeled yesterday watching those games, or are they all SOBs? 
I, I think you're trying to conflate uh, different things here. Look, we certainly respect the rights that people have, but I think we also need to focus. Again, this isn't about the president being against something, which is oh, what everybody sure wants to drive. This is about the president mm-hmm. being for something. This is about the president being for respect in our country through symbols like the American flag, like the national anthem, and the hundreds of thousands of people that actually stand versus the few hundred that may have knelt. Ugh. Shut up! Seriously, it's You're not right. for she him didn't being. Answer that. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. It's about him being for something. Well, w- okay, he's for calling people SOBs. He's for right? insulting Americans and saying they should be fired from their private sector jobs from the bully pulpit of the fake presidency. You see, this is this is where Huckabee and and so many of other of his his supporters are trying to deflect away from what he said. We need to remember exactly what he said. He said, get those SOBs out of there. Yeah. Fire them. You said Huckabee, but I, I know you meant Trump. So oh, Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, it's, it. it's okay. Uh, she no. didn't answer the question. She, she didn't. She didn't. So And, and it's right to God say damn it. that she didn't answer the question. So, all right. Uh, here's the next one. Eight seconds. Um, oh, my Mm. All right, this is the big wind-up. This is the big wind-up to the last one. The last one, um, I'm gonna, we're gonna go a little bit long here, but the last one, I swear to God, I'm, mm, I'm not gonna punch anything. I swear. Is he trying to wage something of a culture war? Not at all. The president's not talking about race. Uh, the president's talking about pride in our country. What? Pride in our country won't even address the fact that African-American men are killed at the hands of law enforcement officials on a, on a scale basis. on a scale that is insurmountable versus any other demographic in this country. It's important to say on a daily basis. On it, you're totally because, right. On a daily basis, because absolutely, it doesn't reach the news every day. But on a daily basis, black men are killed. All right, so this is the last one, and I want to, I want to, I want to play this one now because, who, holy shit, this made me so fucking angry. The white splination that went on in this, again. Oh, if you want to protest, this is how you should do it. Just in a fucking snarky, asshole-ish, sarcastic, out of touch, completely lacking of empathy as to what's really going on. This is what Sarah Hickabilly Sanders had to say. Protest is about fighting police brutality, fighting racial disparity, racial injustice. You're not taking him at his word. You're saying the focus has long since moved on. But when white supremacists say that their protest is about heritage, not hate, the president does take them at their word. So why is there this disparity about who gets to decide what protest is about? I think if this is the debate is really for them about police brutality, they should probably protest the officers on the field that are protecting them instead of the American flag. Oh, my God. No, you you can't protest the entire criminal justice system. You should just go get in a cop's face and tell him that he's wrong. Yeah, well, how'd that work out in Ferguson? Not so good. 
How'd that work out in Baltimore? Not very good at all. Okay, those but, are the only two examples I can think well, of. No, no, of it's a, fine. But I'm my head. But you're talking about you know police officers who are paid by a private industry. I, I worked at places where yes. off-duty police officers were hired for security. Oh, if you have a problem with the police, you should go get up in your face and stick their fa- get in their face and stick your finger in their face and protest them, not the American flag, yes. not the entire largesse of the uh, you know American criminal justice system. You should go get personal with a police officer. Well, I guess that's what I was saying by how did it work out in Ferguson? Yeah, because they did. They did that. They've, you know, Black Lives Matter happened because it was created because of Ferguson. Yes, it was. The fact that she said that is just utterly tone deaf. Oh, it's it's white nationalism is what she's doing right there. It really there. is. It That's really exactly is. what she did. She just white splained. Oh, if that's how you really feel, you should just go get in a cop's face and see what happens. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, that doesn't work out so well for people who are black. You see, you can go up against the flag, that's, and the, fl- the flag, the flag, the flag, the flag isn't going to pull its gun out and shoot you in the head. The flag isn't going to pull, you know, throw you in the back of a, a, a of a, a transport vehicle and have your spine severed. The flag's not going to run up on you when you're a 13 year old in the park with a toy gun and shoot you yeah. before you can even fucking present, uh, you know, your hands to them. You know, you know, or, Samir Rice didn't even have a chance to protest. Exactly. And, and I, I, I just thought of Sandra Bland, who was a woman, a woman, not a black man, a black woman who actually did protest to the police officer who was found dead in her jail cell 12 hours later. So what Sarah Huckabee Sandra said is disgusting. And it. It says to me how goddamn tone deaf this administration is when it comes to the plight of, I don't even want to say plate because that makes me sound like I'm pitying black people, and I don't. I don't pity no. black people. I admire no, them. No, not at all. I, they're my heroes. The black community are my heroes. But it comes down to the fact that what she just did, and you said it earlier, Kenny, she just displayed her white supremacism. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, we're gonna get final thoughts on this from everybody. Um, so uh, Joe, what do you have uh, before we go to the break? We're, and I promise, when we come back, we're gonna have audio that's still anger filled, but from the other side of the aisle. Uh, what do you got, Joe? Well, I, I just just to say that uh, uh, you know, and she misses the point completely. The black players on the field, the the the, the 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 black community in general, don't hate all cops. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, or the military. I, and it's not just cops. It's judges. It's juries. It's the criminal justice system in general. It's institutionalized it's institutionalized racism. Racism, exactly, and 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 that is why they kneel. It isn't just cops. It's judges. It's juries. It's it's laws. It's the way we enforce yeah. laws. How we selectively enforce laws. That's what they are kneeling for. And she misses the whole fucking point. Yes. 
Amen. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'll give you an amen there, and then uh, pass it off to Miles. Amen. Miles. I I I think you're being kind. I I wouldn't say she's missing it. I think she's intentionally misrepresenting it. This is fraud. Oh, this is. Uh, but I, the, I, the think it's, I, I think I think you know, looking at her father, it's ingrained in her. You know, absolutely, this is, absolutely. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the um. Uh, I gotta regather my thoughts. I'm so tired. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. it. It's about them trying to. They are recoining the word ungrateful to represent the word uh, uppity. Uppity. Yes. You're exactly. gonna hear that a lot. Yes. Did uh, you read that New York? Uh, the New York. Um, the New somewhere, Yorker. Somewhere. Somewhere. My my, my brain's amazing. a little scattered right now. It's okay. I just wanted to bring I, that right. up. I've no, no, no problem. Word. But we we got to get going to the break. So Michelle, um, any final thought before the break? No, I'm just, there was a reason. There was a reason why I muted myself through most of her comments because I cannot stand the woman. She is a liar. She is a um, a perfect mirror of her father and her brothers. Um, it's not about disrespecting the police. It's about protesting what has happened to the black community. It's not about disrespecting the American flag. It's about protesting what is happening to the black community. I am as marshmallow white as people can see from my pictures. And I understand a little about what the black community is going from, but I can never put myself in their place. But I am happy to stand with those people I know and love. And they are being, you know, this is not about America's flag. It's not about you know what it's about. The troops. It's about it's about demonizing the the. It's about demonizing two phrases: social justice and community activism. Yes, that began with President Obama, and 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 because they did it for eight fucking years, now they're still there. They're still driving in the social justice warrior. You know what? Fuck you. If you've never had to fight for your equality, if you've never had to, if you can't recognize your fucking privilege, you don't get to say a goddamn thing about it. So, oh. This is probably yeah. my most and angry I, and, angry show I've ever done. But uh, we do have to go to break. Michelle, go ahead. Give your, your yeah. final thought. All I can say is I'm an atheist, but I, I think I am probably a little more Christian than Sarah Huckabee Sanders ever will be. I Sorry. will concur with that. <laughs> Me too. Ditto, sister. Uh, all right. We're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the last segment here of Turn Up the Night. Well, I promise we'll have some good news audio, or at least... Our side of the argument here, represented by a couple people, and um, uh, two Republicans and one Democrat, and then we'll do our Mad Libs tonight. I, 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 we did two Mad Libs. Don't worry, kids. We'll be right back after this. Atomic Fire. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. KennyPick.com.
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. Welcome back to the program, everybody. And I think we might go a little bit long tonight. Hopefully, uh, everybody's okay with going maybe 10, 15 minutes over tonight. Everybody good? Everybody good? We're good. I'm good. All right. All right. I'm all right. Sharky's, Sharky's ready. All right. All right. Very good. So uh, thank you uh, so much. So, all right. Uh, here we go. We, we got some more audio to get to. And uh, this stuff is uh, not going to be nearly as murder fisty as all the other stuff we've played. Um, I'm going to save the, the most. Uh, we'll go uh, uh, short to long here. And uh, this, is, uh, this is pretty funny. This is uh, from John McCain. Uh, John McCain was uh, asked today, uh, or maybe yesterday, I'm not sure, uh, somebody from TMZ uh, ran up to him and said, hey, what did you think about Dallas the other night? And it started off funny, but it ended up as uh, uh, what a real patriot would say. What did you think in, in Arizona? What did you think of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Take what I think of them. No, I've take it. Hated the Dallas Cowboys, and <laughs> right. I will continue to do so to this day. Right. But what about them taking the knee before the game, um, and then um, standing up their afterwards? Right to do what they want as citizens. Amen. 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 Give him a boogity, Amen, for that. In Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen. What do you think of Dallas? I hate Dallas. I'll always hate Dallas, but. They have the right to do what they they want as citizens. Yep. Whereas the whole Trump we cult just, is is trying to uh, you know gin up uh, this is a criminal activity. Go ahead, Rain. I just want to put it out there that Dallas, I, I liked what they did, but I don't think that Trump understood that they came out before the national anthem and knelt. Mm-hmm. Before it. Yeah. And they got booed. They got booed. Oh, well. So they didn't kneel during the national anthem. Now I'm going to put it out there. I am. I'm a Giants fan. We all. <laughs> Giants nation. We hate well, you, Dallas. Apparently I'm a Browns what? fan. Apparently I'm a Browns fan now. I'm new to, I'm new to this whole thing here. I, I'm kind. I, I'm kind of inclined to be a Steelers fan because they have prettier costumes. But go ahead. Don't do that. Don't do that. But we'll talk. But the fact is, is that they came out before the national anthem, and they knelt before it, and the people there booed. Yeah. Hmm. What, so, what this reveals. You know, you need to take away this whole thing about the national anthem because the one thing that the Cowboys did is that they took this kneeling, this kneeling idea away from the national anthem. Ah, okay. They still still got booed. All right, so, so, uh, um, Miles. Thank you. What this shows is with the separation of the protest from the anthem and them still getting booed, because they wouldn't boo during the anthem because that's even, well, anyway. What this shows is the actual racism because the Mm -hmm. people that are booing know that this protest is about BLM and yes. they hate it. This is the good old boy network and they can't stomach seeing protests happening on an issue that they want to continue. Yeah, I don't Fuck think Jerry that. Jones understood what he was walking into with this. Actually, no. He did, he did and it's good. Michelle? Yeah, because his, his statements before this happened where he was going to fire anybody that protested during the anthem. So that's why they did it before the anthem. Yeah. This is oh, Jerry Jones, Jones saving face. Yes. Yeah. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones is a jackass. Oh, yeah. Well, I know yeah. he's a jackass. He, I didn't know that he said he was going to fire people. Yes, oh, he yeah. did. So he preemptively oh, wow. had his team kneel before the anthem so he wouldn't get, he wouldn't lose face when some of his uh. team kneeled during the anthem. See Correct. now, this is this is the okay. politics I don't understand because I'm just like, yeah, all football is great now. Now I need to educate myself. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's we're it's here a for you. Complex. I, gotta, yeah. I, uh, I I didn't know I that. Like, yeah, I like the game, but I no longer have a specific team that I can actually follow. Gotcha. So I uh, I um, just, I'll enjoy the game. Also, I, I really I, this is a really important story, and when I say that, I'm it it, it I, I sh- I'm sorry. Let me say it the way I should <laughs> say it. This is a really important story from Daily Caller, everybody. 
uh, in case it, it, hopefully that sarcasm dripped on everybody. Uh, this is uh, from this is from Mediaite by Joe DePaolo. He says Daily Caller interviews Packers owner who bashes anthem protest, ignores. 360,583 owners. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So if, if this doesn't make sense to everybody and it, it you know, but, the, but okay. So here's the quote. I am fucking livid right now. I see this shit and I lose my mind. It needs to end immediately. That quote was attributed by the daily caller to an NFL owner speaking anonymously about the league wide protest during the national anthem. <laughs> This would be a news-making remark coming from a Dallas Cowboy owner, Jerry Jones, or New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, or Atlanta Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, or New York Giants owner, John Mara, or any of the other billionaire NFL team owners. But it turns out the, communi- uh, uh, the comment was made at random by... Green Bay Packers by a Green Bay Packers shareholder. The Packers are the only the the, the the Packers are the only publicly owned team in the league. And according to ESPN, there are three hundred sixty thousand five hundred and eighty four people who own at least one share of Packers stock. Oh my God. Further, Packers yep. stock is completely symbolic, according to the team's website. Shareholders do not receive a dividend from their Packers stock and should not expect profit in any way. Nor do they have any say over team matters. The organization is run by a seven-member executive committee. So we wonder, will the Daily Caller devote the same editorial space to the other three th- 360,500 <laughs> 83 owners should they request it if so we suspect the conservative site's phone lines are about to be flooded so uh yes. you know what, Kenny, Kenny, that's like saying somebody is very very against the iphone 10 and that somebody is an apple owner yeah yeah <laughs> It's like me, me. I'll, I'll come forward Damn anonymously. It. I don't like the Apple Ten. I like my Apple Five, Five, Six S or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so <laughs> it's nonsense. <laughs> These people are freaks. God. So also another quick You're story desperate. I want to I want to mention uh, is um, uh, also from Mediaite. Uh, Pat Tillman's widow speaks out. Pat's service should never be politicized in any way uh, that divides us, and. I want to say this, uh, you know, because Trump apparently retweeted something about uh, 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 Pat Tillman saying this is a real soldier. Okay, I don't know if you guys remember all the cover up that went on around Pat Tillman, who was killed by friendly fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but I I posted on my Facebook page when I shared this story. I remember reading comments from conservatives and fake Christians in 2004 about Tillman's death, and I can't forget them. Uh, when uh, conservatives found out that uh, Tillman was an atheist, they'd say, "Oh, I, I hope he goes to hell. Fuck him." You know, uh, you know. They would say the most horrendous things. Oh, well, he's a he's an atheist. He deserved to die. And I guarantee you, all those freaks that disrespected the honor of Pat Tillman in two thousand four are without a doubt Trump cultists. It to this very day, if they're still alive, and God hope they aren't. Whew. Sorry, 
This is a, okay? this is a, this is a roller coaster of a program, folks. This, is, uh, this has been a really hard show. It has. It has. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, it, the fact that we got you to become a football watcher. Yeah, I shouldn't watch the Steelers, though, because I really like their costumes. They have great costumes. No, don't Black- watch well, the I Steelers. Have good news for you, Ken, because... Um, I saw on uh, one of the shows, the cable shows, that uh, a Steeler fan was so upset with the kneeling and everything, yeah, that he 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 face or he YouTubed his burning all his Steeler stuff and he stuffed this beautiful Steelers jacket in a burn barrel. Oh God! And uh, pronounced he goes, and I paid four hundred and fifty dollars for that. No smart investment. Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, you're so bright. <laughs> so I just bright. I just got two chairs for my living room for that amount. Right, so. I know. <laughs> First of all, how smart was he to pay four hundred fifty dollars for that jacket? Bingo. Second of all, and then fucking burn it. You oh. idiot. This is more important than football. <clears throat> it really is. I, I do. I know we have to get on to other stuff, yep. but this is more important than football. What Trump did is more important than a sport. Well, it's got nothing to do. It's got more important. Sure, he's using a sport, Joe, to promote white nationalism. Yeah, this has using a sport to promote his white nationalism. This has to do with Breitbart News and and the and and the uh, the, the the white supremacists that that supported and his yeah. followers. He's using yeah. it to to promote white nationalism because he knows. That in that Atlanta, I'm sorry, the the um, uh, Alabama speech was proof. This is all about healing his ego. This is why he never said he never criticized the Nazis and white nationalists and Klansmen. Uh, you know, uh, uh, in um, I'm sorry, what was the name of the town? Um, um, I'm sorry. I also think it has a little bit more well, to do than that. I think it's more about deflection, deflecting the deflecting away from the Russian probe. That's true, but this was the wrong doing about yeah. Puerto Rico. So yeah, th- this is the wrong way to go about it, for sure. Yeah, uh, because this is reinvigorating people. I mean, uh, but anyway, and uh, you know, I, I'm um, now I'm not going to have time for that clip. I want to play this clip from Hillary Clinton. Uh, she was interviewed on um, uh, oh, Sirius XM. I, I can't remember uh, uh, whose show she was on, but uh, this is what she said. I think it's um, deeply troubling that the president would be attacking uh, black athletes for expressing their opinions peacefully. Uh, protest is a part of the American uh, way of life, and it's something that uh, I'm very proud of, whether I agree or disagree. I think peaceful protest is part of what has helped us make progress, learn more, uh, be a better country over time. Learn. And I just couldn't help thinking that he has attacked these black athletes for peacefully protesting, but he doesn't really attack white supremacists, neo-Nazis, Ku Klux Klaners, or Vladimir Putin, who interfered in our election. And I think it's all part of his political calculation. And I really think that's bad for the country. He wants to set people against each other. Mm-hmm. He wants to divide us. 
Um, bingo. Yeah. That's all he's been about the entire fucking time he ran for president and getting elected. And who does he want to divide? Like, you know, at a certain point, we need to ask ourselves, why, why does he want to divide and who does he want to be divided? And I think it's becoming more and more clear he is really, really kind of put, hedging his bets on white people on his side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, think uh, he's going to win that, but I mean, I he's tell you, brown well, people want, aren't rallying around Donald Trump. No, uh, he Michelle. Wants his, he, you know, he wants his sycophants on his side, and then all the brown and darker skinned people can just go away or get shipped out of the country the way he wants them to be. Yeah. Joe, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit with the people who have darker skin than me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Oh, Francie jo- got it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Greg, what? Greg Steele or no, no, no? I'm sorry. What was it? That's the picture of Rick Unger. Rick Unger. Yeah, Rick there Unger. you go. So, um, Unger. He, yeah. he he remembered us from DC. Oh, good, good. So, very good. Uh, all right. Well, we're we're kind of off the rails here because we're talking about pictures in the chat room, and our podcast <laughs> listeners won't understand what's going My on. Bad. Um. So, uh. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we don't want to run too long. I'm gonna skip a couple clips. Uh, Mm, yeah, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to save it for Friday. But we need to get to the MSNBC clips from Steve Schmidt. Oh, those yes. were brutal. Yeah. And, and you know, goddamn Steve Schmidt for putting Sarah Palin onto the, the national stage. But Ugh. I'll tell you what. What he has to say here in these two clips, and they're both pretty long, um, is, is kind of a summary of how I feel about all this. And I'm sure um, we'll concur, uh, all of us will concur on many of his points here. But um, yeah, it's it's a brutal takedown. And uh, again, Trump is a fake president. And if you say he's not your president, you're right. Because that's, not, you know, yeah, oh, okay, maybe, maybe this is, uh, you know, more than symbolic. Yeah, okay. Maybe he, you know, signs executive orders that affect us all, he's whatever. But he's, he's, he's an illegitimate president. He's a fake president. He's a fucking fake human. And what Steve Schmidt, yeah. a Republican, he's says here, what a Republican mm. says here is pretty amazing. Here's part one. It hurts my heart. In a, in a way that I don't know that I have the words for. I, I, I choose to sit, stand uh, for a national symbol in, in silent reverence uh, when, it, when it comes by. It, 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 it hurts and pains me to see anyone on their knee, to, to anyone sit. But, but the greatest affront to that, to that flag is what Donald Trump is doing. That, that flag yep. stands for, for values uh, that are so powerful, that's so strong, um, that even the desecration of the flag, even burning it, uh, those values are so powerful that they transcend that. Um, freedom of speech, freedom of press, 
freedom of expression, these core American values that he attacks constantly, that he undermines. And to see him try to hijack this symbol, to wrap himself in it for the purposes premeditatedly, purposefully, of dividing the country is the most disgusting thing I've seen in my lifetime, in my 47 years. So I disagree with Colin Kaepernick's method, but I will defend to my dying breath his right to do it, because that is why we are a great country. You go to Arlington National Cemetery, and you walk amidst those tombstones of the young men who have given, in Lincoln's words, the last full measure of devotion to this country. That's what they died for. That freedom of speech, of expression. And what Donald Trump is doing here is, 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 is as terrible a thing, and maybe the most terrible thing, that has ever been done to this country by a president of the United States. Despicable doesn't begin to describe it. Oh, okay. The uh, first time I've ever done it right. on the show, wow. triple, on, triple on men right in here. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Seriously. That's Hell yeah. strong words. From yep. a Republican. From a Republican. An American. Exactly. Right. Exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't agree with Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't agree with anybody else in the NFL who would take a knee or sit down. Um, You know, but he stands up for their right to protest that way and doesn't dare explain to someone how they should protest. I mean, that's the antithesis. Of of yes. uh, you know uh, uh, you know uh, um, I'm sorry um, I'm getting flustered here but that that's the antithesis of you know peaceful protest is to say okay it's you a- can peacefully protest but you need to do this this and this and you should sign exactly. these forms and you should make sure the white people aren't sad when you do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, it's a true conservative Boston- versus a corporatist. The- yeah. The Miles? Boston Tea Party was m- less peaceful of a protest which formed this country than what uh, the, the kneeling for the anthem is. And and they can't stomach it. Oh, my stars and garters, you're going to dump that tea in the river? You should just dunk it uh, aggressively in your cup. Just just God dunk it. King. Just do it. Just I mean, when you're dunking that tea bag, you should just make sure that you're like putting your full weight behind it. But don't throw it in the river. So I, I, that's what I love coming back at these uh, trolls on the uh, Facebook with. You know, they're like, oh, tro- you know, they shouldn't protest. I'm like, you stupid shits. America was built on protest. You have no fucking right to tell anybody how to protest, especially if you're not, uh, you know, and I, I've said it a million times tonight, or not quite a million, but I could if we did the show Maybe for. 10. 732 hours I can do it um, but uh, Joe Joe any any thoughts on uh, Steve Schmidt before we get to the next clip well the next clip is even even better so let's oh, go it, to it it really is it's it really even is. better 
Yes. Because yes. in case anybody had any questions about Trump's uh, where where Trump is on the racist yes. not racist spectrum, Steve Schmidt has some helpful advice for everybody. It reminds us of the hate that we saw how the president came to be on the campaign trail. That being the case, how does GOP leadership stand with him? Oh, I mean, look, I, you know, they, they stand with them uh, at the, at this point because they're cowards. I, I don't, I don't know what else to say as they, as they watch the degradations to our flag, to our system, uh, to the constitution, um, those that won't stand up and fight back, um, I, I don't have a word to describe my contempt for them, um, and and I want to and I want to be clear about something. Saw saw a, a handsome young man on TV, an NFL player. And he got a little bit jammed up when the when the reporter asked him a question. Is he a racist? And he didn't want to say it. So let me say it. I want to help him out. He's a racist. Okay. You look at that speech in Alabama to an all white crowd. Right. We we need to get real about this in this country. President of the United States goes down there and he talks about us and those people. He, he came proverbially as close as you can possibly come to shouting in a rally the N-word. That's what he did down there. I know it. You know it. Harold knows it. We all know it. And, and for, for the Republican Party and its leaders, for, for every decent American, we're coming up on the line. We're enough's enough. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, wow. walk away. Jeez. Oh, I've been I've been up on that line for a long time, Schmidt. Yep. A long time I've been up on that line. Wow. But yeah. That is he, big for him to call out the party like that. Yeah, he's keeping it easy. Uh, here, let me help you out. Yes, he's a racist. And again, that's why I wanted to punch my screen when I listened to that audio, because to me, that was a hate speech, not hate speech. Yes, of course, a hate speech is hate speech, but that was a hate speech against a lot of Americans. When Trump said, and by the way, I have my left fist clenched right now, and I'm, I'm talking with my I'm talking with my hands. I'm not going to punch anything. Okay, I've unclenched. I've unclenched. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack my knuckles now. That'll be less uh, less dangerous. But yeah, what, what Schmidt said there, he's like, hey, if you're not sure if Trump is a racist, let me help you out. Yes, he was. He was a step away. He was a step away from turning that into a full-on Klan rally and spewing out the N-word. Yeah, I'm really I don't glad disagree. that Schmidt is coming on board. And, and so this is not to knock him at all, because I think what he said was incredible. But thank you. Thank you, Mr. Schmidt, for coming on board with all of us who have recognized the fact that we have a white supremacist in office. I, he finally I can, spoke out about it. Yeah. Oh, no, he's been speaking out about it all along. He has been, but I mean, this he, is the strongest. He's been an anti This is the strongest. All the way. Yeah. Was yeah. it this strong, though? Oh, Yes. Oh yes, I've heard him. I've heard him say things like this on uh, the eleventh hour uh, okay. on MSNBC. Right. And yes, yes, he's. This goes all the way back to the campaign. Okay. I, I mean, his 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 opposition to Trumpism, and what it's done him and Nicole Wallace. I have to say, are, are the 
two most turned around Republicans I've ever seen. And oh, yeah. uh, no, I have to say, yeah, Nicole Wallace and, and Steve Schmidt, who were their, who were the, the co-campaign managers, you know, of uh, McCain's campaign in 2008. Uh, you remember Nicole Wallace leaving because yes. of uh, Sarah Palin. She left oh, the yeah. campaign. Well, you uh, betcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, Steve Schmidt, no, he's been he's been like this for quite a while. But this goes back to the campaign. Uh, I can see that there are Republicans like Steve Schmidt that are passionate about what they believe on for Republican and conservative values and whatnot. And for them to see what they can really for them to to, to confront. What they are seeing as the death <clears throat> of their party, it is imploding. It is. Oh yeah. It, this is a this is a fracture that is unsurvivable. Well, you I know, mean, was, I to think me, there are some people to, are trying to, to save the party. To me, Miles is is what what has happened with the Trump cult is that there were racists from uh, you know Southern racists from the Democratic Party. That were disenfranchised, yes, and there are uh, just racists across the board from the Re- Republican Party that have been disenfranchised by people like Mitt Romney, um, John McCain, so on and so forth. And I think when they found Trump, Democrats, Republicans alike, that was the clarion call to them is, mm. here's a guy, here's a guy, he doesn't fucking care. You know, and, and I think that that's what that's really what happened. But we do have to wrap up the show, and yeah. um, I, I do. We have Mad Libs. Can we even go to Mad Libs at this point? Yes, I yes, think we can. Please. I think we, we need can. it. <laughs> so, all right. Any any final thoughts uh, from anybody before we get to the Mad Libs? No, I'm good. So. I have a cricket in the basement. Yay, Yay Jiminy! Uh, really Joe, good. Joe, Miles, anything? Nope, I'm good. No, let's go to Mad Libs. All right, I'm we're mad. We're mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go, everybody. We're gonna go uh, alphabetical on the list tonight, and uh, that would be Joe. Uh, we need a verb ending in s. Shits. Shits. <laughs> yeah, nice. Your head is in the right space. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so Michelle, I need a number. Um, 13. 13. Miles, I need the name of a, a conservative or a Trump Kim supporter. Davis. Kim Davis. What? Kim, Kim Davis. Da- Kim Davis. Oh my God! That old uh, there's that a old... blast from the past. Yeah. So, uh, Rain, another conservative. Um, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I was thinking of Marsha. What's her name? That's going to become the new senator from Tennessee. Marsha Blackburn. Um, no. Yes, Marsha uh, Blackburn. Ugh. Okay, I don't have to go with her. I can go with. I already started writing it down. We'll just put it in. Yeah, let's go with Marsha Blackburn. All right, That's so Marsha Blackburn uh, and uh, Joe. 
body part. Larynx. Uh, larynx. I think I spelled it right. We'll see. And uh, Michelle, a plural noun. Plural noun. Um. Oh Lord, brains. Brains. <laughs> brains. Uh, so that was live. I don't have time to play the clip, so I'm just doing my best impressions right now. Okay, so um, Miles, a verb ending in ing. Fingering. <laughs> oh shit! You were waiting oh. for that, weren't you? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he had that lined up in the. Hey man, don't finger them all. Ressa has got to eat too. Don't finger them all. Huh. Uh, so <laughs> uh, so rain, rain. I need a silly word. Just a silly fish. Gefeltha fish. Hot ganib ganabs. <laughs> All right, gefelta fish. It is. I, I'm sure I'm going to screw up the spelling of that, but I'm going to put it in. Gefelta fish. fish. Okay, got it, got it in there. And uh, Joe, I need a plural noun again, sir. Oh, um, charts. Charts. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Okay, Michelle. I need oh 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 Michelle, last uh -oh. one. Make it good. It's an adverb. An adverb. Oh, I suck at these. Um Um something like ends with like lazily or poopily or something like that. Ends in an L Y a lot of times. Trumpily. Trumpily? <laughs> Trumpily. Oh, frump, frumpily. Frumpily. Yeah, frumpily. I'm going to put both of them that, there. I'm going to put trumpily, frumpily. I like, yeah, that works. Trumpily, flumpily. That works. Okay, there Great. we go. All right, so uh, here we go. We got two of them. Uh, this one, Newt Gingrich should like. It's called uh -oh. Moon Facts. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, uh, 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 what's his face? Newt wanted to build a moon base. Never happened. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, uh, moon facts. Moon facts uh, uh, from Cool Mad Libs. One, even though the moon first appears as racist, I'm sorry, as a racist <laughs> slice of light and finally becomes a full meatball, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> It just doesn't change its loser. The moon looks different as the fucked up sun illuminates its fiber. <laughs> Two, the moon shits around the earth once every 13 days. There you go. Yeah. Uh, three, if the moon were to be uh, seen next to the earth, it would look like a tennis cookie next to a bowling cookie. <laughs> that makes sense. It required the same um, noun uh, in both of those. In night. Oh, God, here we go. This is going to get an astronaut, astronaut stuff here. Four, in 1969, 
Kim Davis and Marsha Blackburn from Apollo Penis were the first oh were the first human eunuchs to set larynx on the moon. Okay, that kind of sounds like something you would read on Breitbart. Yes, it does. It does. Um, many historians and brains brains uh, believe this to be the most hypocritical achievement in the history of the turd. <laughs> I think that might be the name of the show tonight. The most hypocritical. Um, wait, what was it? The most hypocritical achievement in the history of the turd. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> it's feeling like that about right now. All right, so here we go. Last one uh, off the eye charts from Cool Mad Libs. Uh, and uh, parenthetically, it says dialogue between patient and eye doctor in doctor's office. Patient, Uh-oh. thanks for fingering me into your slippery schedule. <laughs> I have to go on tour in the morning. That is hot. Wow. Doc- doctor. Sexy. It's a sexy time. Wow. Uh, doctor, are you a rock island? Patient, yes, I'm the lead dotard in the Gefelta Fish Band. <laughs> That doctor band smells delicious. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, after especially after they've been fingered. Um so <laughs> Doctor, what kind of problems are you having with your shards? Patient. When I try to read my football music, I have trouble with the small weasel. Doctor, have you ever worn imps? Or contact metaphors? Patient. (laughs) Just knee glasses. Doctor, let's test your eyes. Look at the chart. Uh, uh, Let's test your eyes. Look at the chart. When do the letters become noxious? Patient. What chart, Doc? Doctor. The large one with flags. Right in front of you. On the wall. Patient, what wall? Doctor, you trumpily fump frumpily need glasses. There you go. <laughs> there it is, folks. <laughs> That's the mad yes. That's the mad That was pretty good. That was I, I gotta say, that was there were some monumental moments in there. Groundbreaking. Uh <laughs> Although, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta look after my shirts after this show. So, uh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, in, uh, Mad Libs order, we will go ahead and do parting shots tonight. Well, actually we'll do reverse order on the program tonight. Uh, rain, if you're feeling confident to give your parting shot right now, uh, what oh, do you got? I'm not. No. Okay. Okay. We'll go regular not, alphabetical order. Everybody else Joe, go. Joe, what do you got on the way out of the program tonight? Well, as we all know, uh, Judge Roy Moore won the the uh, the runoff election the, uh, tonight. Ugh. Yes, beating. So that means that Bannon beat Trump in his first. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, oh, I thought, first, I thought uh, Bannon was uh, supporting uh, uh, Strange. No, Trump oh. was. That was Trump. Trump was. That's in fact Trump was. That's oh, I'm when sorry. Trump gave his famous Friday speech was. 
he was supposed to be at a rally for Luther wow. Strange. Can you can you blame yeah. me for mixing up um, uh, racists and bigots? No. No. The only one, the racist, the worst, the worst of the bigots won. My Judge, God. Judge Roy Moore, who it yeah. sounds like somebody out of a Western. With his little know? tiny gun. Yeah, with the little tiny gun. I, I'm for the first, tip, first minute, second amendment, third amendment, whatever amendment. Anyway, he won. <laughs> and he'll be, um, he, now it looks like the Democrats, although a long shot, have yes. a shot. At that seat. Yeah. That's good. I hope so. I, I would, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a very good one, but it was a zero yeah. one with Luther Strange. At least they have, they're in the game now in Alabama. I'll donate money. Yeah. Oh, there will be a lot of money donated to that. That, uh, In fact, I already got a call during the show from the DNC. So, oh, nice. Nice. You know, they're jumping all over this one. Sure. And it's like not good for the Republican Party because they'll have... A really wacko. God knows what he'll be tell if he gets to the Senate. God knows what he'll be saying yeah. on the floor of the Senate. So um, the DNC is all over that, like Trump on KFC oh, bucket. They called me during the show as soon as they, as That's soon as great. it was projected. That's good. The DNC's wow. number came up on Who's my phone. Who's his name? Judge Roy Moore. No, the Democrat. The Dem. Oh, I don't know. He's yeah. a. That's the problem. He's one of the. Uh, he's a former prosecutor, so uh, he's going to give him a run for his money. All right. Uh, well, we'll I, figure. I get, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. It. We got to get his I'll, name out there. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But uh, we, we got to get Michelle her parting shot. Hmm? Oh, um, I, uh, I just, um, my thoughts are all with people in Puerto Rico. Um, I had a uh, a charity that I'm going to donate to, and I can't remember the name of it right now. But it's um, it's from the uh, Hispanic uh, uh, one of the Hispanics. Uh, damn it, I can't remember. U- Uniboss, I think it was. They're basically okay. directly directed directly towards uh, Puerto Rico hurricane relief. So I just want everybody to think of of Puerto Rico. They are our countrymen. We owe everything to them. To help them out through this mess, you know, I Absolutely. know Florida's suffering a little, and Texas is suffering. But if we don't help them out, and I'm just worried about the vulture capitalists. They're going to try to steal anything they can from FEMA, helping out Puerto Rico, and that is scaring the hell out of me. Those people need help. They're without power. They're without all the necessities of life. So let's just, you know, keep them in our thoughts. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Miles, what do you got? Yeah, uh, yeah. same pretty much on Puerto Rico. They, they overnight got turned into a third world country, and uh, Trump is no help. Hell, he's more hurt than help. But, um, yeah, uh, not going to be on Mike Check Radio, but, uh, you know, definitely tune in uh, for, to hear you. And who's uh, going in with you? Yeah, well, I, I, I think uh, uh, Mr. Hebert was going to find out who was going to be on with us this Saturday if we are indeed doing a show, but he hasn't gotten back to me on the whole lineup. Okay. But um, we shall see. But, yeah, so you guys are taking a night off this week. That'll be uh, uh Yeah, we're going up to you. Jacksonville. We're going to yep. meet uh, Frank Conniff and, and Trace Ballou. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's well, great. Bill, Bill, you? I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. But that's um, all right. I forgive you. Yeah. It'll, it'll, and, and we're More going to, <laughs> and and we're going to uh, have gifts for them. They're not as impressive as what we gave John. But uh, that's what we're working on. Oh, don't so. cut yourself so short. Uh, by the way, uh, Doug uh, Gordon Douglas Jones, a.k.a. Doug Jones, uh, is an American lawyer and politician who is running against uh, Roy Moore in Alabama. Doug Jones. Doug Jones, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, ch- check that out. Um, uh, Rain, uh, what's your parting shot tonight? I, I think my entire soliloquy tonight is my parting shot. Fuck Trump. Take care of Puerto Rico. Because here's the thing. Puerto Rico, they could be our fellow state. And even if they're not our fellow state, they are our fellow citizens. And I'm, I'm they- really kind of tired of us treating, you know, the, the, the citizens of Puerto Rico... The, you know, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Guam, Washington, D.C., and I know I'm forgetting many, many other places. Well, just global citizens in general. Well, yes, I hear, yes, I agree with that. But the fact is, is that we have, we have a number of countries out there that they might not be a part of our state systems. But there but are responsibility. Americans. There are responsibility. Yes. And it's time for us to fucking damn well take care of them. And so, Agreed. Donald Trump, I, you're a bad person. And I'm really glad that the, the, the comfort is getting down there to take care of Puerto Rico when it should have been sent two, three days ago. So, God. I, I know. have a really good parting shot, except that it sounds like no, I have phlegm. It's good. No. Oh, God damn it. No, it's fine. <laughs> it does so, sound like all right. Phlegm. All right. On that <laughs> note, Donald Trump, uh, I got something for you. Hey, Trump. Fuck you. And that's pretty much my parting shot. We'll see everybody on Friday for the 10 year anniversary celebration of uh, For Freedom's blog. Bye bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. This is an island sitting in the middle of an ocean. And it's a big ocean. It's a very big ocean. (laughs) 